episode nine of the Dad Pod Sportscast. I'm Kevin, and uh, pending passing a physical on the other end, John and Artie. Uh, what's up, boys? How you doing? Well, you know, ankles acting up. <laughs> my together my by soul is, is crushed, but you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not exactly thrilled with the outcome of this week, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, exciting few games, I guess, if you want to call it that, as we're going for the uh, locking down the final positions and, and seating. Um, we'll get to the NFL recap in a minute, um, but we'll start off with Bills and Bengals from what seems like an eternity, like an never-ending saga now. Um, but the good news is Damar Hamlin, uh, he's awake. No breathing tube, was able to uh, FaceTime his teammates when he's woke up. He is essentially recovering at a remarkable rate. And last I heard, uh, he was actually able to go home and he was released from a Buffalo area hospital. Oh, that's so good. I didn't he, hear. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah that, I heard that. So that was this morning. He was, he was, he went back to Buffalo the other day. That I heard. Got on a plane, went, and then he was admitted into Buffalo hospital, and they did evaluated him to tests, and they said he could go home and rehab at home under nice. team doc at- under team doctor supervision. So he's still recovering. He's still resting. He's not like. Oh no, he's done. For, he's done for the year. He's he's not coming. Yeah, back, no, but like, that it, that man better be the man, your the honorary man, captain you better man, be year. your honorary captain for when that playoff game happens in buffalo mm-hmm. like you you oh want absolutely people to lose their fucking mind like you you, you stroll them out there like you do absolutely the right absolutely but no, it's uh great game, it's good to hear yeah good to hear the game was considered no contest ultimately it didn't matter uh coin flips and all the other bullshit didn't matter because we'll get into it but these Bengals took care of business so Ultimately, it was all for naught, but we'll Chiefs, won. That. Chiefs won, so it didn't really. Right. The you know, Chief, right Chief, yeah. Exactly. Jumping Chiefs, right Bills into the Chiefs. Everybody yeah. won the game, so it was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. The only, the only time I think it comes into effect is if it's Chiefs Bills for the AFC Championship game, which it'll be in Atlanta. Right. Which, of all the places to pick, fucking Atlanta, right? That's the newest right. stadium. It's a new stadium. It's that's, a gorgeous stadium. It is. It, that's you what know, it's all it is. about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Chiefs at the Raiders. Uh, basically, all Chiefs all the time, as we wrote in the rundown. Um, all Chiefs all the time, baby. Trips, four touchdowns, and they they look great, man. Yeah, they look like they're pretty much you know primed for the playoffs. They think they're pretty much ready to go. Um, can you? I saw a stat today, unrelated to the game, but just season-wise, they lost Tyreek Hill, and Mahomes still put up fifty-six hundred yards of offense that, this year. That offense is going to keep on moving no matter what. Like it doesn't matter if it's Pacheco, it doesn't ma- matter if it's just Schuster. It McKinnon filling in. Jarek McKinnon. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like right. they've got so many weapons all over the place, and Mahomes knows that system in and out at this point, and he knows who to get the ball to. Like, it's also a product you, of Andy Reid too. You can't you cannot yeah, no, undersell like how great of a coach and an offensive mind Andy Reid is. I mm-hmm. personally think Andy Reid is a little bit overrated. That's hot take. I he's a good coach, but I don't think he's I don't think he's week. as wonderful as people make him out to be, personally. Um I mean I think he, 
I think he lost. I think he lost four NFC Championship games for a reason. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it to you that way. So I would agree. I think this time he's got the talent around. He's got much better talent, right? Than McNabb and um, you know Brian Westbrook and uh, I guess you could say Terrell Owens for a season, right? I, and uh, who's the guy on on defense? Uh, Brian Dawkins. Dawkins. Brian, Brian Dawkins. Dawkins. That was it. I mean, but, that's a no, good team. I, I that was a good team, and he he you know squeezed a decent amount of juice out of it. No, I I I understand. I'm not saying he's like Bill Belichick, you know, level of greatness. Right, I'm dude. just saying he's a very 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 good offensive mind and better than better than most offensive mind coaches in today's NFL. Pete I would Carroll say or Andy Carr or Andy Reid. I'd probably take Andy Reid. Do, do I want to win a Super Bowl or am I looking to build a dynasty? I guess win, win, one Super, for... win one Super Bowl. Probably go with Pete Carroll. Build a dynasty. Fair. Actually, I yeah, I can it, go it, back it, and forth on that. It, actually, I don't... It, it it depends on the talent you have at your disposal. I, I would assume, but yeah, it's, you know, yeah, there's a lot GM. of factors that go into that. Um, All things being equal, I'd probably take Andy Reid, but it's it, I wouldn't be upset fair. with Pete Carroll. On the other end of that, Raiders they played Jared Stidham, didn't look terrible. No, I don't know if he's the guy though. Right. Does that was that the guy who was that a performance that says, you know what, he's our starter next year? Probably not. The, their mistake was if this if they wanted to know if he was the guy, they they started him too late in the season. Like fair. You should right. have given fair. him four or five starts then. If this was gonna be like if you knew you were out of it, which I know they weren't per se, but like you, you know, like you know you weren't winning a Super Bowl with the as presently constituted, you know, after 12 weeks like you could have said screw it let's you know let's go into this let's go into the off season and and start you know let's let's go in knowing who we have who's who's in the building so to speak and they mismanaged it once again as, as the raiders are wont to do <laughs> well that's that <laughs> lands like on the coach and well yeah you know we've talked about that, that. Up. Uh, chiefs lock up the top seed they get the buy um John wrote it in the rundown. I'll give him credit for that. Uh, Sixteen and zero on the road against division opponents. There, it like ultimately that AFC championship, uh, championship game is going to go through the Chiefs. So the, yeah, we're, barring we're some just, craziness, it's it's yeah. I think it's going. I wouldn't through say Kansas the Bills. City. I I wouldn't say that the Bills is craziness, but yeah, it's going through Kansas City. Right. Although I think the Bengals have a better shot of rematching with, with the Chiefs, to be honest, than the Bills. I the think AMC. the sentimental favorite now is everybody's pulling for the Bills to to go deep. But agreed. If you're, re- if you're being realistic about it, I think the Bengals are better constituted to meet in that AFC Championship game, like Andrew said. Like I think that's more realistic that we're going to see. Um, next game on the docket, the terrible Tennessee Titans against the mighty mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean the first Ball sentence County. Says, well, they 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 handled their business and it was against a disappointing team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, been I'm actually I'm happy that I'm happy the right team won the division. Let's put it yes. that way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree it, with that. It's not I, like I they were the that. they were it's not they're not a great team. 
but no, but the, but the they better are well team coached won. and they're up and coming and they're better than the team that they beat. And they right won the the right the right team won the division at the end of the it year. Was, it was sketchy Absolutely. for a little bit there until Josh Allen got that thirty start thirty seven yard fumble return uh, with like three minutes left. I yeah, was, it was a little clo- thinking, closer than it needed to be. Yeah, I was thinking that my new adopted team was going to go the route of my old team, and I was mm. going to hate football for the rest of the year. Uh, Titans but... got a listen. Titans got a good defense. You can't deny that. They're just they're they're not a great defense, but they have a solid defense, good talent, and you know that's that's bread and butter as a coach. But like you know. Jags were just tougher and they were better. And listen, Lawrence did not have a good game. He didn't have a bad game, but you know, two twelve or and a, and a touchdown is right. Meh, you know. And the running game was nowhere to be found. To like uh, that, you know, you know, it was Christian Kirk for receiving and nobody fucking else. Like in a bunch of, you know, twenty yeah. yard twenty yards and two receptions for everybody else. You know, so yeah. um, I mean, they're gonna host. They're gonna host the. Uh, Chargers in the wild card wild card round next week. Um, it it should be interesting. The fans should be there. It's the first time they host a game since what 2017. So yeah, they Blake should be amped. Yeah, Blake Bortles, the, the legend, Blake Bortles, and uh, Bortles. We sh- we, sh- we should see something there. Um, and yeah, no, uh, John is absolutely right there. Like the parody in the NFL is real. Um. And, and I'll let you take that if you want to expand on that, John. I mean, yeah, just the stat I read as I was writing this up quick was this is the 18, 18th time in 20 years that one out of, one team has won its division after finishing last or tied for last in their division previous year, which is crazy. It just goes no, to show you that one year to the next is just you you don't know. You're one or two players away. And the, and, the South, right, and the right coach. The South divisions in both the AFC and the NFC are like the oh, model shit. divisions for this. Right. Like, remember that stretch of the NFC South where like the Falcons, then the Saints, like went back and forth, and then it was, right, it was a different the, team the every Panthers, year. Panthers, a different team won Panthers, five years yeah. in a row. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah. No, um speaking of the NFC South, great transition. You're learning. Uh, right? It's like I'm uh, reading. Uh, it's, like, it's like you're following along. I love it. I love it. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks against the Falcons. Um, yeah, no. Uh, confusing game. Cared. Curious. Very, very curious game, though. Uh, I agree with John, who wrote and wrote down that the starters being in there was was questionable at best. Yes, agreed with that, too. That was – I thought they would have been in for, like, two series and then out. I didn't yeah, they, think they played what a half at least, right? They played. Right. They played like into the third quarter. A yeah, bit, they, played, like, oh, well, they played. I, I even missed. I missed that. Then they played like forty minutes. Yeah, like, and like it's a game time. I remember tuning into the game and like Brady was. It was. It was after halftime. I don't remember if it was halfway through the third quarter or like in the fourth, but he was in street clothes, and I was like, oh, he must have been in street clothes for a while, you no. know. He, but no. <laughs> I, then, I, then I heard, and I was like, no, okay, that's weird. I mean, it's... Whatever. I mean, listen. I, I mean, I get that you want to have a rhythm going into the playoffs. I mean, granted, you're playing the fucking Dallas Cowboys, so I don't think you need much of a rhythm to get past <laughs> that game, because I think the Cowboys are going to choke, but we'll get through that. God, we'll, get through yeah, that later. Yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, save, but, save yourself. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was what it was. I mean, where do the Falcons go from here? 
who knows? They need a quarterback. I don't think Desmond Ritter's the guy, but he didn't look terrible going down the stretch this year. So we'll see. I mean, the the organization is flat. Like that. That's and and I hate saying it. It's a very meh organization right now. When you look at the Falcons, anyway, like they're just there. It's a mediocre franchise. Yeah, they're kind of just playing out the string and. You know, that's really all I could say. They're just finishing out the season. You knew the Bucks were probably going to win that game no matter what. But, eh, I, like I said, the the only the biggest thing was to me was if there was a big injury in this game because there was no reason for the starters, the 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 important players on the Bucks to be in there for that long. Agreed, absolutely agreed. They're they, it, you're you're playing with fire and. You're 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 pretty much risking what happened. Like you're risking a, a, a injury that ultimately could derail your whole playoff chances if they were like however minuscule they already were to begin with. But you're 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 fucking yourself. You know what I mean? But it is what right, it is. and we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the Chargers because there was some interesting decisions there too. Truth, truth. Um, moving forward. Uh, the feel-good story of the week, the Patriots at the Bills. What you think, boys? I mean, I mean, <laughs> it was written in the stars that they were going to yeah, win. Yeah, no, that was... I mean, but, it was but... slightly closer than I would have wanted for a little bit, for a little while there. But then my feeling, I watched most of this game live. My feeling was that the Bills kind of in the first half were... They weren't hitting on all cylinders. They were not right, playing catch they, were re- up. they were not ready to play a football game, I think, emotionally at the moment. And I think they kind of slapped themselves in the face a little bit at halftime and said, DeMar's okay. He's talking to us. We have to move past that. Like, we have to get the rust off a little there, bit, there I guess. Definitely in the I don't blame them for like being in that, in that emotional headspace, whatever. Like It's all good. And then the third quarter, they're like, oh, yeah, we're the fucking Buffalo Bills. Let's go. And they, right. they circled them. the wagons. Right. They I circled mean, the wagons. Have... They they reminded people that Mac Jones is trash. And, you know, Mac, Mac Jones, you know, threw, threw three picks in this game. And, you know, easy Josh Mac. Allen wasn't easy super Mac sharp. Jones. Yeah. Easy, easy. Yeah. Easy craft Mac Jones. And, you know. Wow, that's that's I didn't even think about that. I mean, we'd, we'd be a little, I mean, we'd be a little remiss not to mention that they did get the open. Naeem Hines, Naeem Hines did take the opening kickoff for a touchdown. No, it was it was Hollywood. It was goosebumps. You know, you couldn't you couldn't write that. But then, like, but then I agree. Like, the game was probably closer than it should have. You kind of had to rub some cold water on your face at halftime and go, "Listen, we still have a game to we're play. Better this, we're better than this. We're better than this. We're, we're we're at least number two seed in the conference, if not the best team. Like, you know, we're better than this. And then another kickoff went for a touchdown, and they pretty had, much didn't look back Hines after not, that. Had Heinz not run back that second one, I think they were in trouble. Like it, it that was yeah. That swung the momentum. That swung the momentum a little bit. Mm -hmm. You could feel it for sure, right? And then they took it. Listen, they took care of business. They locked up the two. They knocked out New England, and then they knocked out the Jets. So, well, the the Dolphins beating the Jets also knocked out New England. So everyone Jets knocked themselves out. Did 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 the Dolphins really beat the Jets? Did the well, we're getting somebody had to win that game. Well, I don't know if you read my preview for the Dolphins Bills, but you'll love it. So, yeah, you know, 
Yeah, I, I read it. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I have. I have <laughs> much to say. I have much. And, to say. I have, we'll get. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, uh, Vikings at the Bears. Uh, Kirk Cousins looked great in the first half. They. They fucking. They. I think they. They walked into halftime and said, "All right, we're ready to go. Let's go." And they, the, let's, they were, they shut it down basically mentally. I think Dalvin Cook went down with an injury, but I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, he should be. Yes, he should yeah. be ready to go. Yeah, just, just um, checking about that. Yeah, yeah. They, the Bears did not want to risk Justin Fields. I don't disagree with that. I think you can. already no reason. Yeah. They see enough tape of him this off this year. They know what they got. He just needs well, practice because, time. And, well, and he, he's either going to be there franchise quarterback or massive trade bait because of they where have, they're sitting for the draft now. But, right, because the Houston Texans are fucking dumb, but they're so we'll dumb. Uh, do you, do you, when we get to that, remind me about my question. Just just te- I'm teasing yeah, a question. Absolutely. I have a good question. But add it to the thing. I have a good tin foil I have a tinfoil hat question. Arthur yeah, has a question. <laughs> But Done. yeah, no. The, the the silver lining for that is the Bears did move into the top position of the drafts with Texans doing the unthinkable and beating the Colts Winning. in overtime. Um, yeah, no, inexcusable. But they did okay. it because okay, they, they're the worst franchise in the NFL. But we'll get to that. Fucking tie, uh, man. Vi- <laughs> the, the tie also screwed them. The Vikings host the Giants on Sunday, and I don't know, man. That. Yeah, away we go. Um, away we go. Moving forward, uh, we said it earlier. No fucking coin flip needed. Uh, Bengals, Bengals took care of business against the Ravens. Yeah, no. And, this and what was, do they uh, get? A, and, and what do they get as a reward? They get to play the Ravens next week. <laughs> yeah, it's just so Groundhog Day, just, fellas. Groundhog Day. Pretty much at home. At home too. They don't have to coin flip and go stupid neutral sites. So they they basically it was like when the Jets played the Bengals. That year in the yeah. playoffs, they play them in week seventeen, and then they play them again the next week. And yeah, no matter what was San- going to happen, Sanchez years. Yeah, Ravens. I remember that. Oh, They're wildly inconsistent. Yeah, it's again we've said it for weeks now. If Lamar Jackson doesn't play, this team is immensely beatable. Like well, they I mean, and they're immensely they're, beatable with him. I would argue. They're another. Even, they're another they're, but they're another team down to their third quarterback. Like mm. not everyone can be Brock Purdy, like <laughs> you know, the legendary Brock Purdy. But like, but am I wrong? Like, it, you no, know, you're not. You, you're absolutely Tyler Thompson and and uh, what do you call it? What what's his name on the Ravens? Oh my God, who played? Uh, That's it, embarrassing. It wasn't it, it, yeah, no, it wasn't he was Huntley. hurt. It was. Uh... Oh God, who yeah. was it? Some, some yeah. of the three the three people listening are screaming right now. Yeah. <laughs> three yeah. people. Listening. Um, Anthony sorry, Brown. I'm sorry, Anthony Brown. I'm sorry, just, just pull it up. Ant- Anthony number Brown, 12, number like, twelve. Anthony Brown. Like you know, all due respect to him. Like, what do you what do you expect? Plus, in this game, they held out Mark Andrews, top three tight end in the league, and J.K. Dobbins, who's had a pretty good season. So, like, what did you expect? Hey, listen, he played better than Zach Wilson. I I played better than Zach Wilson last weekend. Because yeah, you didn't sure. play. <laughs> well, but uh, Lamar what does Jackson, that say? Is Lamar Jackson going to play this week? or I don't know. Let's. I mean, I could just pull up the latest, but I don't think. Uh, 
unstable Tyler Huntley throws. Let's see. This is from the worldwide leader. So let's see. Worldwide uh, Schefter, I mean, earlier this Lamar week, Jackson is saying there's a strong chance. Yeah, I mean, right. as of 6.15 tonight, he said that he won't play in Sunday night. Won't play. Remains unstable. I mean, oh. you know. So we're either getting Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown. He suffered a PCL grade two sprain, almost a strain. A Borderline three. strain three, yeah. That was what, a month ago? A month and a half ago? That's a, uh, that's he, an eight to 12 week injury. He has not played. I think I wrote it in the rundown. He hasn't played since. There you go. So he hasn't practiced or played since December. So basically a month more. Tyler Hunley will probably play in this game. So at least it'll be their backup. You hope. But he's not 100%. So, like, I give it a other zero chance. But yeah, probably, you're probably yeah. right. So, yeah. Ha- hammer the uh, Bengals in this one. Hammer the Bengals just like you hammered them in week 18. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah let's get into dumb, it. Dumb play of the year. Uh, dumb play of the year. <laughs> Was it, though? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, put on the tinfoil hat, Arthur. So, the tinfoil hat. I have a question. Is it, do you think that Lovey Smith purposefully won the game knowing that he was going to get fired to stick it to the Texans? Knowing he was going to get fired, he said, fuck you. I know I'm out the door. And he said, I'm going to ruin. But see, here's the thing. Alternatively, do you think they fired him simply based on the fact that he went ahead and won the game? And that he I was think, told to lose the game, and he. And he I won. think. More, I think. I think it's the second one. Absolutely, okay. I think it's the second one. Either way, think, it's shitty I, business. But you I know. think he. I think he won the damn game, and as soon as he won the game, they scheduled an eight o'clock meeting for the following morning and said, "Get the fuck Here's out." Here's the thing, too. It doesn't. It it screws them for the draft, but it really doesn't because they only go to two. So if they wanted to get a quarterback, they could yeah, still CJ get Stroud. So CJ Stroud, guy. Yeah, you know, because I don't think the Bears are going to draft a quarterback. I, I think, think they gonna like Justin. Anderson, but, right, but 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 that's fine. Right, he was going to be there anyway because the, right. the Texans are going to take a quarterback. Gonna, my, the Bears are going to trade out of that that pick though. They have if to. If they're smart, if they're I mean, they probably smart. get two. Num- they, good if they they could they get definitely a fucking get two. Num- they get two number ones, probably a couple of twos. How it all depends draft, on who wants to move up. That's the whole thing. How, it all depends on who wants to move draft up. Cap, how much draft capital do the Raiders have right now? Do the uh, Raiders have? Raiders, okay, so Raiders have the seven, the seventh pick. And let me just look at them on Tankathon. The Raiders have seven. They are, they are they loaded, a, actually. They have a second round pick. They have a third round pick. They have a fourth round pick. They have three fifth round picks. <laughs> sixes. One is from Atlanta, one is from Dolphins, and they have two sevens. Both are from... If I'm the Raiders, I package it. You need a quarterback. You have the draft capital. You can make a run at it. Well, they're they're mocked. They're mocked to pick Will Levis out of Kentucky. So, like, they could still get a quarterback and not have to move up, and they could still rebuild this team from the ground up. They're not going to be a playoff team next year anyway. Will Levis isn't CJ Stroud, though. I agree, but... You know, but like Will Levis with top ten offensive line talent, all right, is Fair better enough. than AJ Stroud with 
zero offensive line talent. Like, like, yeah, I mean, honest, I I mean, I honestly, Tankathon doesn't even have Houston taking CJ Stroud. They haven't taken Bryce Young. That's a coin flip. I, I, yeah. I I'm okay with that. I personally I don't... like CJ Stroud more. I think yeah, but I, I agree. But it's a coin flip. It is. I, Admittedly, it's a coin flip. It's almost a coin flip. You're going to see people go back and forth about that. I you know, hate the ACC, Indi- so... Now, I think, I think if it's me, I think Indianapolis is going to trade up. They're not as loaded okay. with picks, but I think Indy, because they're at four, is much more it. likely to trade up and, and get go for the number one pick and pick Strouder and just go from there. I think I like they would that. go with Stroud and they would just, you know. Yeah, Big Ten guy. Keep yeah, I was going to say Big close. Ten, you know, Midwest guy. You know, that's... That makes sense. That to me is uh, the, that's the way to go. And surprisingly, even Philadelphia has um, a lot of draft capital this year. No, they don't actually. No, they traded. That's right. They only have five... They have six picks. They have no fourth, fifth, or sixth round picks this year. Who's got the most draft capital right now? I think it's going to be uh, Houston has one, two, <laughs> has Houston has two ones, a two, two threes, a four. Yeah, Houston has five, the most. Th- four sixth round picks and a seventh round pick. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, so eight, theoretically, nine, 10, if, 11, if 12. They, if they draft correctly, they could oh, not suck. Yeah. Vegas has a lot of picks. You know who's got a lot of picks? The Chiefs have a lot of picks. They're all late rounders, but they have a lot of picks. Oh, they got the tie. Ty- Tyreek Hill, right? But you yeah, know, is that a trade? Uh, yes, they did trade him. Yep. Yeah, it was a trade. It was, so they Packers, got a lot. Packers of- have ten pick. Packers have a couple of extra picks. They got ten picks. Pat, look at Pittsburgh's got nothing. Washington's average. New England. New England's got 11 I mean, picks. I mean, Kansas City has one, two, two threes, two fours. Giants have a decent number. Five, I mean, two sixes, and four sevenths. Jesus. I mean, for what it's worth, those fours are going to be making up the bulk of your defense. You know what I mean? Like, Ultimately, you, you do see a lot of third and fourth round players end up being starters on your defense. So, Chiefs have a ton hate of it. compensatory picks. Yeah, I don't know. It's it could be sort of free agents leaving. Uh, I'm not sure where that's from because I know they have a third round comp. Let's see if I click on it. Does someone does it say why? I don't think so. But yeah, um, <laughs> no, so, it doesn't. Like, never. Doesn't but, matter. I mean, the and, and to uh, Belgium, uh, the reality is is that we're talking about the draft because Six months this away. game was garbage, and both these Four teams are garbage, away. and we don't want to talk about them until the draft. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. There's really nothing. You really don't even need to recap the game. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Texans had a shot at the first pick. They fired their coach after one season, which usually is pretty stupid, but. What are you gonna do? And it's Lovey Smith. I, 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 that actually pissed me off. I was actually visiting. Yeah, he's a good, he's that. a good coach. He's a very good I mean, coach. He's underrated. How many black coaches do you have left in the NFL right now? Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, and Mike Tomlin. I think that's it. That's it. The Rooney Rule has failed, fellas. <laughs> like, don't. Oh, Todd Bowles. Don't forget about Todd Bowles. Bowles, yes, Todd uh, Bowles. Fair. 
I forgot yeah. they didn't because they, they didn't need to interview because he's within team whatever blah blah he blah. Was D, he right. was he he well he was given the position the way it is theoretically nowadays should happen promoting from within. He was their defensive think, coordinator. You think right. the Texans take a run at the enemy? I mean, Eric Bieniemy has been a hot coordinator for like six years now, so I don't know uh, what the problem is. I there's don't some, think I don't think he's got the there. no. I don't think he's got the personality. I think I think I, that that's the thing, but I don't think he has a personality for a different reason. I think he rubs players the wrong way, mm-hmm. and there's something about him that pisses everybody off. I think he's too he's too high strung a dude, and he's too. Mm-hmm. Hard ass yeah. dude. I would I would imagine down. he's not twenty years ago he would have worked, but not twenty-five years ago in right. the nineties he would have worked, but I don't think his personality works either. And he he's he would have gotten it this fucking Jets would have given him a job three times already. You know, some schmuck would have paid him, you know, the Jags the Jags would have paid he, him twice. He interviewed already. for the Giants. I think he interviewed for the Giants job like three different times. He did. Yeah. So all right. Go for let's it, Ernie. You, you can, let's get to it. You can you can have your rent first. So so thank you. I I appreciate that. Away team goes. Away team pick flips the coin. Picks the coin flip. Um, I I was not angry last week, as as our listeners will remember. I I was just I was numb, and I have now arrived at the place where. I am angry. I am bitter. I am twisted. So, am... so you moved on on the stages of grief. At I, I went backwards. I went from. I went from. <laughs> I went backwards. In you the, went from acceptance it's... to anger. Yeah. I, I unaccepted yeah. the accepted end of the season. Um, where do I start? I I think so. Today, Mike Lafleur was fired. Um, he was. They mutually parted ways. He was fired. He was. He was told, "Get the I hate, hell out." I hate when, te- I hate when teams I know, do that. I, it's so fagazi. It's fagazi. It's not real. But so he was told, "I'll, I'll fall on the sword. I got other opportunities anyway. Peace." I'm That's out. what they said. He, they're letting him pursue new opportunities. He, he was. He probably was getting calls, and they, they. He was. He basically probably looks at it as well. I'm getting rescued from this shit hell shit hole. He'll end up as a coach in college, probably for a little while. Yeah, ten bucks says he goes. He's on the fucking Green Bay staff next year. I would not be surprised. Why not? Maybe, maybe. Why not? Or he'll be in San Francisco. You know, I could see that too. Um, Either way. So, so I'm angry because I realize I look back now and I'm like, the Brees Hall injury was was I think a lot, and the Elijah Vera Tucker injury and the other injuries on the offensive line, devastating. that were way more devastating than we realized and they couldn't recover from that. And I, and it hurts because I think everybody brushed it under the rug as much as, and we couldn't, they were just devastating. That was, that was a run first team, but it was a balanced offense. And that's when Zach Wilson looked like a somewhat competent competent quarterback through a 300 yard game. Like during that time period was winning games. Like wasn't pretty, wasn't good, but for a second year player who didn't, who was injured, it wasn't, it was okay. It was like, Oh, fucking who cares? We're seven and four. It's fine. Like we're winning games. It's cool. Um, Even with the, the shit, the shitty play in the, in the first New England game. But then when he went down, it was it was it. It was the end. It was over. And and I I th- when when Brees Hall went down and when AVT went down, I think that was kind of what killed your season. And 
do am I angry that the whole Mike White, Zach Wilson bench twice fiasco happened the way it was? No. I'm still glad that it happened because I think Robert Sala at least has his credibility with the rest of the team and the rest of the locker room to say that I bench somebody, even if they're the second overall pick, if they blow dick. And I think that 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 goes a long way for the other 52 guys on the roster. But I think ultimately, you, you know, we readjust our expectations and I'm pissed because this team became one dimensional and couldn't even be successful at that one dimension. And Zach Wilson just regressed and it's just sick to watch. And I don't know who to blame. I don't, I I think Zach Wilson is 70% at fault. And I think the coaches and Woody Johnson are 30% at fault. If you want me to assign a percentage to it, I think his arrogance, his lack of preparedness, his lack of talent are mostly why he failed as a quarterback this year. But I think the, I think LaFleur probably has a little bit of blame to go. And I think the pressure by Woody Johnson to play him, which I'm sure was coming down from on high, I think was, was the, was the problem from the get go. I think if you went into this year and said, you know what, he's just not ready. And and it goes back to last year. He wasn't fucking ready when he was drafted. And we, we now know he wasn't ready. And if he was drafted in the second round, you know, at 34 rather than at, at the second second pick in the first round or in He'd the second round rather than the first round, he would have either been gone or would have been benched much sooner than he was benched. Or he wouldn't have started last year. He would have been on the but bench to start that, last that's year. That's my problem with the combine, though. Like, and th- th- that's... And pro days. And pro days and all that stuff. Everybody Anybody, looks good in shorts. Right. Exactly. True. Anybody can throw 60 fucking yards, 70 fucking yards at a pro day, but <coughs> do it in pads. Throw it out Listen, in pads. He's got, he's got arm talent, no doubt, but like that's just one of like the seven aspects of being a quarterback. And honestly, like you can get by with, with B grade arm talent in this league. Like he's got A minus arm talent, A, a minus to A arm talent, but like so fucking what like Tom Brady never had a plus arm talent you know Aaron Rodgers yeah a had a a plus arm talent you know but there's plenty of guys who've won multiple Super Bowls who didn't have arm talent so like it's one aspect there there was reports coming out that he fucking was literally was admitting to the coaches I can't read this defense I'm too scared to throw the ball I'm sorry sit the fuck down like no you don't goddamn play and I'm sick of I'm sick of the Jets and this fucking franchise. Well, it just always fucking happens where oh I see ghosts like oh <laughs> butt fumble Mark Sanchez oh Geno Smith those. who fucking looks decent in goddamn Seattle like why are we immune to fucking de- drafting the right quarterback and developing it like how many times are we gonna have a top five pick you're, and we can't fucking but get you're it not right alone Zach you're Wilson alone. Sam Darnold like Mark Sanchez Geno but you're Smith. Not alone. You're not I can't, alone. I can't do this every goddamn three years where it's another. We have fuck. the same issue. We have the same fucking issue because since Marino, it's been Jay Fiedler. It's been Chad Pennington. It's been. We both had Chad Pennington. We both had Chad Pennington. And we know how that worked out. We Did have you have Dante Culpepper? Culpepper. At one Dante point, yeah. Dante fucking Culpepper. And then after Dante Culpepper, like, we, we've gone through this, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua, 
Like Ooh, Brian Fitzpatrick. Ooh. Hey, listen, uh, Fitzpatrick another... was the last decent quarterback the Jets had, but like Fitzpatrick was like a whole. It was just you know smoke and mirrors. He was he was you know he was not that great. He was okay. And if they had won that game in Buffalo, they would have been in the playoffs, but would have been one and done. Like you know, I'm not okay. shooting for that. I'm shooting for you know blow it up and draft fucking I don't know. All right, but all right, but look, you say about like. Your your comment is you haven't developed a quarterback since fucking Namath, which fair. We also haven't developed anything since Dan Marino. I'll give you the list of who we've had since two thousand. Right, twenty two years. Wait, I I got. No, let me guess. Let me guess. You had Jay Fiedler. That's one. You had AJ Feely. That's two. You're, you're missing Pen- another one. Chad Pennington. No. Uh, he comes later, but does, does the name Sage Rosenfels mean anything to you? Oh my God, that's right, Sage Rosenfels. I Sage forgot Rosenfels. about Sage Rosenfels. Um, Gus Farratt. Gus oh, Farratt, that's a good one. Dante Culpepper. Oregon Duck. I was going to say Chad Henney from Michigan. Uh, yes, Chad yeah, Henney. Who's that? that. Uh, Joey Harrington. Yep. Oh yeah, Joey Harrington, man. Trent Trent Green. Trent when he Green. Ripped up that's his right. Knee. That's right. Trent Green. Uh, <laughs> Matt Moore. Yep. Matt Moore. Ryan Tannehill. Oh yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Brock Osweiler. Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. Right. I forgot about Josh Rosen. Fucking right. Jacoby they traded for him. Yep. And Teddy Bridgewater. And and Fitzpatrick, but that that's what you've been looking at, man. So like, I I Bad get where you're, I I get where you're coming from, and I hear you, and I feel it. But our organizations aren't any different. The only thing that look the the running joke is that New Yorkers moved down and are transplants to fucking Florida, right? But the reality of it, and or like art imitating life, is that. Essentially, mm-hmm. not only do we pick up your trash quarterbacks and then start them a year later, but we have the same fucking issues, and we've had the same issues since Dan Marino. So Vin- Vinny Testaverde, Man. Chad Pennington, Brooks Bollinger. Remember Brooks Bollinger? No, uh-huh, I remember. Ray then Lucas. we had Pennington again, and we had Favre, and then it was Sanchez, and then it was the Sanchez, Gino, Fitzpatrick. Wasn't- wasn't there a Ray Lucas somewhere along there, or was that before? Ray That's Lucas was uh, was in the nineties. Was that was the um, so there was um Ken O'Brien, then it was the Boomer size in years, right. and then it was the Frank Reich, Neil O'Donnell, right years, and then it was Rick Vinny Meyer. Testaverde. Ray Lucas was nine. Ray Lucas was the year Vinny Testaverde got hurt in in right. week one okay. or week two, yes. whatever it was. Right. I think that was ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, that was so ninety eight was the year that they went to the AFC Championship game right game. against the Broncos. Right. Who was the kicker? Was it um Nick Folk? No, it wasn't Nick Folk. It was uh No. I forget the name of the kicker, but it was fuck fuck that guy, whatever his name was. And um that was when they lost, I think, to the Steelers. And then it was the next year, ninety nine was like they we were favorites to go to the AFC championship game and that ended very quickly. So Yeah, we're same, you know. We had Michael it, Vick. Remember yeah, that? We had Michael John Vick for Hall. Hot it, was, it was John Hall was the kicker. John Hall. Fuck John Hall. Fuck that guy. 
That was a kicker. Uh, I still no, man, don't. I, mean, I I honestly don't think though that Wilson's going anywhere. So post mortem on. So so the, now the real post mortem on the Jet season, not the the Figazi one from last week. The real one is that I agree with that, John. Zach Wilson is gonna get. He's gonna get one more shot, not another after this. But yeah. he's he's got to look better next year, and I think. He's got to eat it a little bit and start acting like I'm not the shit. And I think everyone's got to come back healthy and Brees Hall and the offensive line's got to come back. And I don't think they should have fired the GM. I don't think they should have fired Sala. I think they should give, give the GM another draft because it's not, you know, eh. I know it's well now you got to give it time. You got to give it more thing, than two fucking thing, years. Like come the on. thing too is you're going to have to bring in now an offensive coordinator that can tailor the offense towards Zach Wilson. And also you're going to have to bring in an offensive coordinator who might just be your next head coach. If this doesn't go well, because if you're tailoring, because what if they're not winning? What if Zach Wilson looks good and they're still not winning? He's going to lose that locker room. Based on right. Elijah Moore declaring that he wants trades and he's only a second-year player, Garrett Wilson's already running his mouth, Sauce Gardner's running his mouth. I understand these guys are good, but I mean, you just got in the league and you're already complaining about losing. I understand you come from winning programs, but this is the NFL. If you got drafted yeah, high for a reason, you're on shitty matter. teams. You're on shitty teams. So I, I think the the people and I think like, listen, you get somebody like a Frank Reich to replace him. You, you Kubiak's not coming out of retirement, so that's not happening. Um, you know, you get a Daryl Bevel. Um, not that I love Daryl Bevel. North, is North Turner still kicking? No, that, he's still yeah. kicking, but no. Uh, Greg Olson um, from the Raiders. You, no, know, you, need, an, you need an offensive. You need a good offensive coordinator. I now, mean, to, I if, tailor this offense. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and it's not outrageous. I put money on Buck and Cliff Kingsbury coming here. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Cliff that's Kingsbury's possible. Probably, that's a that's because that's because that's the guy that could tailor his bid. offense to a Zach Wilson skill set. Maybe yep. and maybe Eric Bieniemy might be, but Bieniemy's not going to make not a gonna, lateral. He's not going to take. He's not going to make a lateral move. You with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and constantly winning in Kansas City, you're going to come to this shit heap. Like really? Yeah, you don't know the egos of these guys though. He's if they win a, if the Chiefs win I another guess. Super Bowl, he'd be like, all right, I've done, I've won, I've done everything I could, and I'm not, I'm not getting going anywhere in this organization unless Andy Reid decides to retire, and he is, you know, and they say you're, you're next. Don't worry, but. He might, you know, depends on how that shakes out. Because I think if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Andy Reid retires, and the enemy is now the head coach. But we'll see. Possible. Possible. Definitely. Um, I guess on the flip side, like, what can I really the say Dolphins about this too. game, man? Like, we. What a shit game. Bro, nobody. Well, it was nobody pitch- wanted to win, and it was just it was awful to watch, and it was it was pathetic and. I, to John's point, he he said it during the game. He said it after the game, and he said it again today. Why the fuck is Joe Flacco playing in this game? Like, what is the point of you? It, it just does. It doesn't make football sense. It doesn't make organizational sense. It doesn't make development sense. It's if you fucking hate Zach Wilson that much, get rid of him. Don't play him. Right. Then why you're is- not going to play him. 
in this garbage game at this point, because it was a garbage game for all intents and purposes, then wh- what are we doing? What are we doing as an organization? He's not hurt. Like That's why I said what I said, because all you hear and all you guys have said to me, too, and, and whatever, and all you hear, well, Zach Wilson doesn't motivate the team. You're telling me Joe Flacco does? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, Joe Flacco is like a grandfather to these pe- to these guys. Like, what, what did I say about the Saints two weeks ago? They're a wet loaf of bread. What is he? Like, yep. he's a statue. He's a wet baguette. <laughs> Exactly. He's not. He's way past his prime. Oh, what baguette! This fucking. But it's guy. true. Like what? You're you're telling me that you you can't stand him that you can't stand Zach Wilson that much, and he's gonna derail an already derailed season that much more by playing him, and then be, well, you might crush whatever confidence he has. He's he's been benched twice. What's the worst that's gonna happen? He's gonna play like shit. Who cares? And and honestly, like at this point, if I'm Zach Wilson, I want out. Like if if I have the ego and the fucking the balls of steel and the money that my family has, I don't want to play in this stupid ass organization anymore. I I, I don't. And I don't want to blame him for feeling that way. I would say I want to I don't want Joe Douglas building the team around me. I mean, maybe he feels like, you know, when everybody was healthy, things were going good and we were actually competitive and a good team. But I think. I don't think he trusts Salah anymore in that staff. And maybe he said, I don't trust the floor. Fuck him. They were seven and four, dude. They they were they were playing okay. There was a lot of things that went into this loot. Like, you know, the defense let them down a couple of times too. It wasn't just Yeah, the defense at bad, the end of the year was letting them down. Play. Last last six weeks, the defense the defensive efficiency after week eleven or week twelve, I think we had a stat a couple weeks ago. Like they went from top five efficiency to like 25th in the league like right so you know the the vaunted defense that they say oh we're so great well you know this, you is, a, this you, is a super bowl defense it, it was and then it wasn't you got to look yourself in the mirror too there's, there's there's no reason why you know you can't accept some of this blame here it's not just the quarterback play it starts with the quarterback but you know it spreads right. around right thousand percent I agreed completely. Um, on the flip side of it, like we were saying, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I look at this game and I look at the Dolphins, and I feel like although, like we just had the Jets post tournament, and no, be I proud of all... the playoff bound Miami Dolphins. Uh, yeah, hooray! But, but <laughs> like, and you're going and, to the playoffs. It's better than yeah, us. Yeah, but but the the problem of that is the playoff bound Miami Dolphins and air quote is just going to paper over the cracks on that team and it's going to allow Steven Ross to say hey but we got to the fucking playoffs and they won't fix the issues that predominate that team and we're going to see the same bullshit and nothing's going to get fixed that it's going to be the same type of play calls and the same arrogance and we're going to go out with the idea of like well it fucking worked and two was our guy and well whatever like we we shouldn't have a capable backup because we're gonna put all our eggs in the tool basket because he got us to, to the playoffs so that that's where we're at you is, know he, I mean? is he now an injury prone guy like is that it is he after three fucking concussions and a broken uh, yeah. hip bro Right. Is, that, he, that is he just? Is he? I mean, what I mean to say is, like, is he like? He's just damaged goods now, right? Like that's well, I mean, that, tr- that, that broken I hip trust, in college almost almost right. derailed his NFL career before it even began. Right. Right. I trust my geriatric father 
to stay more healthy than <clears throat> fucking Tua Tagovailoa right now. I rather put Hiro at fucking quarterback for the goddamn Miami Dolphins than Tua Tagovailoa for 18 Bro, speaks speaking broken English, calling plays. Yeah, exactly. It's speaking Man. broken English. He has to break the huddle. Fucking ZY Route 45. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh like, uh, yes, exactly. On three. Yes, no. It's, yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Like, no. It's it, like, but it's going to paper over the cracks. And then, like, okay, we threw everything and everything but the kitchen sink at getting Tyreek Hill, but we went through Tankaton and we looked at it. Draft capital is gone. Like, we, we gave up pretty much half the damn draft that we had to get Tyreek Hill. We paid him an exorbitant amount of money, and now he's an albatross. So when his legs go, then what? What are we doing there? I wouldn't we- say he's an albatross, but he's just it's it's not the player you needed to get you from good like a six seven win team with good talent on defense to a ten win team and eleven win team no, and the we, playoffs. We needed we needed a top twelve quarterback and. As I mean, listen, stands, Tua was listen. Tua was an MVP candidate for a hot minute. He, and... he was, and then he. But you cease being an MVP candidate if you can't stay on the fucking field. If you uh-huh. can't stay on the field, then all the well, numbers God, and all the passing as, yards. Listen, as as far as Tua goes, looking at his contract breakdown, he's going to be on the team next year, obviously, no matter oh, what. Oh yeah, he is. But in but twenty four, you can honestly, you could probably cut him. You can cut base, you'll, right. you'll, you'll save nine million dollars on the cap, even though you'll take a hit dead cap wise. You're saving nine million dollars than if he it's was fine. your guy. Yeah, it's a net, it's a net save, so they'll they'll do it. Right, right, and every year after that, it's a savings. So, because listen, he's not going to be on the team in twenty twenty six when his base salary is forty three million dollars. Well, that's right. He's not going to see that money because all the guaranteed money up front, the seventy-two millions already paid out at that point. You know the signing bonuses and the workout bonuses and whatever. Showing up to OTA bonuses and shit. Right, all that stuff's already paid out. But yeah, you're not right. going to see him on the team in three years. You're going to see him on the team next year, definitely. And then after that, twenty-four and on, he's probably getting cut. Just like everybody else, which, just like everybody is, else in the league. Which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. I hate the is. fact that we're I hate the fact that we're talking about like cutting this guy when when we drafted him there was nothing but optimism and hope and there was nothing but looking at this guy as the potential heir apparent to that legacy of Dan Marino and now we're looking at this guy as well fuck like we got to do this all over again like Who's that's next? the NFL. Like, that's uh, the NFL now because yeah, but that's how honestly, it is. It is. when we get to, when we get to the Giants, I'm gonna be honest with you. We're gonna be talking about uh, Danny Dimes signing a contract extension and possibly giving one to Saquon Barkley. And I'm shitting my pants over here based on how much money they want to give these guys. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't so I wouldn't do it personally. But I'm just, yeah. well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Like we're we're already talking. They're they're talking about this because listen, this is it. All comes down to money in the NFL. That's why you try and win with the with the rookie quarterback, you know, on, on the, the rookie deal on the rook on the rookie deal with the fifth year option, and then when he gets to the second contract, all right, well, we got to get creative. Right, that's what happened in Seattle with Russell Wilson. They yeah. they won the Super Bowl exactly with him. They, they got 
And then the D they had to let, you know, the defense fall apart and because they couldn't pay him and all Patrick Mahomes in Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City too. He signed the yep. five hundred million dollar contract and but that was after he already won. So right, right. Tom Brady's the only exception. But Tom Brady didn't demand twenty million dollars. Right. He never he, demanted he, market value. Right. He always he, he took under. discounts. Right. Because he knew he knew what it was gonna take. Right. And Giselle, Giselle, you know, fund, fund, no. funded that. Well, yeah. But... Well, whatever. Yeah. Let's get let's get through these some of these previews because, like, even the next one, like Panthers and Saints. Who cares? <laughs> they don't the matter. Thing, like at the only point... thing I'll say is this: the Panthers are probably going to fuck up their coaching search when they already have their coach in Steve Wilkes. Because I yeah. totally because, agree with that. Steve Wilkes should, honestly, should get the job. He deserves it. Yeah, honestly, if you do anything more than the, I hate to say it, the formality interviews steve wilkes is your guy because this team had every reason to quit and they didn't and that they that that should be enough they they stepped up for this guy he's your coach it was like when what was it the raiders what was was the guy with the raiders last year you know who i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. uh, fuck what was his name i think his name started with a c rich something uh, yeah. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm, uh, Rich Basaccia? Yes. Maybe that's what it was. Yes. And he did well down the stretch for that team, and they didn't even fucking consider him. Yeah. Yeah. And Rich Basaccia. Yeah. 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 Rich Basaccia. Yeah. yeah. Greg Olson. Now that, Greg Olson was the coordinator, offense coordinator, right? And, right. Now the, and now the Panthers are going to fuck this up and probably not give this guy the job. So I know. And it's, I, it's, a I, I just, it's a fucking sin. I know. It is. You know, I just uh, it's that's really all I have to say about this. They have you have your coach. This this team went six and he's six. In, he's in the building. I know under this team went six and six under the worst possible conditions and almost made the playoffs. Like, what more can you ask for out of a guy who's asked to step in and coach? I don't. And, and they cut the quarterback. They trade like they went right, they just, the quarterback carousel down there. It's been P.J. Walker. Baker Mayfield, Sam, Sam Donald. Donald yeah. I, I think I might have gotten a call to get a start down there once a week. Like <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on, and th- they're probably not going to hire this guy, which is insane to me. No, I agree. It's it is insane. He deserves I mean, it. He did, he did everything possible to get the job, and that's why he won't get this job. And that's right. But and you know what? Fun. He'll get he'll get like the Texans job, and they'll fucking they'll flourish. You know. I hope so. I really hope because you, you've honestly you've seen that this guy can handle the head coaching job and can motivate and you know as they say quote be a leader of men, you know like you know all the <laughs> cliches that, that they use, yeah. you know, all the cliches that they use. So, like I said, this team could have quit. They didn't. They almost made the playoffs. Give this guy a shot. They should. They absolutely should, but they're not going to. Like, and. But who? But what? What's the the alternative though? Like who? Who are you theoretically? If not Wilkes, then who the hell are you really hiring? Now? You're gonna retread the same four guys every year. That you know, you know, Lovey Smith is on the thing, and uh, you know who's the hot coordinator this year? You know, Wink Martindale's getting calls. You know, the Giants are getting asked permission to interview him, and um, you'll see the names too, right? Kafka to Jim Harbaugh, you know, mm-hmm. Sean Payton's right. out there. That's right. You know, Cliff Kingsbury's out there. Uh, Kingsbury's not going to get a head coaching job. 
No, he's but not. But Jim um, Caldwell, uh, I mean, we could talk about this yeah. a little bit later, but all those guys. The, the funny part of everybody that you just mentioned is that they're all up for the Broncos job, seemingly. <laughs> Everybody's up for every job. Like, like remember when Sala was going on his That's interview true. tour? Like, he interviewed with everybody. Yeah. You know, he, you know, and then when he left the building, like our jet fans were pissed and now, now look where we're sitting, but whatever, that's another discussion, but, um, it hurts. It, well, you know, that's, that's life in the NFL, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this stat though. And then the Brown Steelers game, the, it's the last sentence that I wrote. Tomlin has coached in 258 regular season games and the Steelers have been alive for 257 of them. Can we talk isn't about that? Insane. Isn't that That's... amazing? He and doesn't he's still get yet credit. to have a non-winning a non, a non he still has not <laughs> had a losing season. Yeah. He's had like he's, two eight he, and eight seasons, and everything else has been a winning season. That's right. Insane. He's been five hundred or better in his whole in his entire career. The man does not get enough credit for how no, good he of a doesn't. coach he actually is. He doesn't, and it's insane. He, even if he even if he trips Ravens players running up the sideline. Oh, I remember. You know that. what? You know what? Good. Fuck him. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Listen, I was I was living I was living in college when the Ravens won the Super Bowl and with Fla- under Flacco, wacko for Flacco. It was it was awful. That city sucked. Wait, what, was that uh, uh stabby 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 McGuire didn't do it? Is that were, were you in college for that? No. Super Bowl one? No, 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 no. That was um. I was gonna say you're way too young for that. No, no, like, that was uh, it was 2013. Gotcha. Okay. When they beat the so 49ers, first. when the power so you, went out. Gotcha. Yes. It was a Tory Smith one. That yes. was a Tory Smith game. Got yes. it. Got it. Got it. Yes. So you weren't there for the Ray Lewis. I stabbed somebody. Well, that was a one. We were, that was the Giants. That was Giants. We, uh, <laughs> we, we was in. We weren't even adults yet. That's fair. No. Nope. Uh, but no. Um, yeah, never had a losing season. Team played for him down the stretch. Um, Deshaun Watson still looks like trash. Uh, that's my takeaway from it. Is I was wrong. I'm eating crow. Deshaun Watson has not improved at all. You know what? Listen, honestly, this year they would have been better off just suspending him for the year and just been done with it. I, like, yeah, hindsight, sure. I mean, you know, let, like he just needed to get the. Legs gets reps, them, get, rep, get reps. Yeah, he got reps. Get... He got game speed reps. So I mean, it's fine. But like, and he and he he's he's unhurt. But like, what a waste of a season. Yeah, and but... they're going into yeah, but... a season now with like, you know, they don't have a lot of draft capital. They don't have a lot of you know money under yeah, the cap. Yeah, but I think they the Browns kind of knew what they were getting into. Hence the reason why they gave him the contract that they did. Because yeah, they gave him they the one million dollar base salary, and then they gave him, you know, it's all backloaded, if you will. But I think, actually, I lied. I, their their I, cap is I, their cap position is excellent going into next year. Right. Going into so next they, year, they already have thirty one million dollars of cap space, cap space. Right. So you'll see the cap casualties. You got to you got to look at who, you know. What do you call it? Who could save them potential money? Um, look. Look to see. Uh, they could restructure Miles Garrett at this point. They probably um, will. 
they'll probably extend Jack Conklin. Um, that's it, and and maybe Kareem. Well, Kareem Hunt makes nothing. He makes his he makes a million five dead cap. Yeah, that's just I mean, the dead cap hit. It's the cap. You got to see what he is actually very low base salary, one point three five million with a five right. million dollar roster bonus. I mean, they could they could ro- they could stretch the roster bonus out a little bit and say, all right, we're going to stretch it over three years. But believe it or not, cutting Amari Cooper saves them eight million dollars. Um. Yeah, but they did a restruct. They restructured his contract already. They so they did. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but let's be honest. Uh, still, the NFL. they could restructure it again. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But really, it's it's Garrett Conklin, and then, you know, and that's about it. And maybe John, the fucking John Johnson's getting. He's got a huge thing. He's got a long contract to go. Right. Yeah, he's got a big cap hit next year. Of eight, uh, no, next year is 13 million cap hit, 12 million a dead cap. Yeah, he's he's a big cap hit for next year. They could probably, they want to extend him again, but he's he's yeah because he's only guaranteed through twenty four. So yeah, they have they could get to they could get to thirty five thirty six million of cap space. They could sign a couple of players and fill out their roster a little bit, and they have some draft capital, but. I don't right. know how good they're going to, I mean, and they're, but they're in no man's land. They're in that, they're in the jets territory of the draft, which I know we keep going back to the draft, but like, you know, the problem with the fucking draft is like, you don't want to be 10 through 20 in the draft. Cause 10 through 20 means you aren't terrible and you're not going to get one of the better, best players. Right. You know, you unless you're, were... unless you set a quarterback, like if you're Tennessee, you're fucked because you're like Tannehill's not the guy. We need a quarterback, but we're drafting an 11, like not where you want to be. But if you're Atlanta and you just drafted a quarterback, you're like, oh, I don't care that I'm at eight. That's fine. Like we'll draft, you know, we'll move back and draft more talent. Like, you know, but you're the Jets at 13. The fuck do you do at 13? Like, I don't have my quarterback. Like the Jets were picking two. They were in the top three. Do you think they'd be going for Shroud? Right. I do. I think they would. I think they say screw it. No, I so, get it. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. I get it. Uh, Wait, Chargers, moving right along. Yeah. Chargers, Broncos. Um, hooray, Denver showed up. Amazing. Look yeah. at that. Last game of the season, they show up. What? Fucking Christ. Amazing. The only thing, the, the really the recap here is, or the, the comments, is why, why, why were they playing their starters like the Bucks? Like, because these coaches are dumb. Mike Williams hurt his back. Like, is he okay? Like, is he coming back? Like, I they're still up in the air. I was just so looked that up. Still up in the air. He's he's Joey Bosa got hurt. Like, I know that was it. That's when when that happened. I would have been like, all right, everybody's pulled. Let's go. We're done. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? We were already locked into that five seat. There was no need. I know there was no no there was no benefit. Yeah, listen. You want to play them all for a couple of series and then pull them? Sure, that's fine. But right, after, just get some after, get some game reps and then be done with it. Like, let them no rest up. Let them not have to take the ice bath for like you know got one yeah. week. Jesus. I mean, kudos kudos to the Broncos though. Like we we joke and all that, but they did show up. Russell had a decent game. He made a hell of a throw to I think it was Jerry Judy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he looked 
for for a series, he looked like the Russell Wilson of old. But I mean, a little Broncos, too little too too little too yeah, late. Too a little, little, too late. Bit, little Broncos bit late. are what they are. They have interviews lined up with Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. We'll see, and more. I've added as it's there. gone on. They they've got they want to talk to everybody. Yeah, that's true. But which is fine. But like. Sean Payton's not coming out of retirement to coach Russell Wilson, if you're asking. No. Me. Keep an eye on Nathaniel Hackett, by the way. Nathaniel Hackett is probably going to end back up in Green Bay as an offensive coordinator or some shit like that. Oh, like, God. He, it's either him he, It's either him or Mike LaFleur is going to be the offensive coordinator. In that yeah, he, he he's going to get some sort of play as an offensive coordinator somewhere. I guarantee you. At least, like, yeah, oh, absolutely. He, even though like Russell Wilson made him look incompetent as an offensive coordinator – yeah, but that's yeah, that's they like, you know Todd Bowles looked incompetent as a head coach and he got a job as a defensive coordinator. Like that's right. That's what the that's what the NFL does. They save, they save everybody. A rotating coaching carousel. Once you're a head coach, once you have a job for life. Yeah, you'll never not have work. May Absolutely. not be very high, but you'll never not have work. Right. You always can put that on your resume, head coach. Well, Pete Carroll fucking sucked as a Jets hook head coach ended yep. up coaching the Patriots and then parlayed that into a college gig and then parlayed that into the Seahawks so yep and he's been there for fucking 15 years right. so he's been, he's been in Seattle almost as long as I think almost as long as he was at USC now and like yeah which raises Crazy the point. question, do you think of him more as the USC coach, or do you think of him more as the Seahawks coach? And, uh, equal. As a, as a Fugazi Texas Longhorns fan, I think of him losing the national championship game. So That was so satisfying to watch. Hook him horns. Oh, wow. Um, that was you're... very... That's that's news. We fan alert. Wow. Fan alert. Fan yeah, alert. As, as a, well, listen, I really became a Texas Longhorns fan because, because of that of game, Vince, the, the Vince Young. Because of that game, because I just hated USC. Fair. Because every because back to back years it was oh this is Matt Leinart's year and then this was, oh it's Reggie Bush's year. Well, pfft, see you later. Yeah, you know? I mean the BCS was really stupid. So you know it was really stupid. But not to not to derail this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I could probably spend ten minutes ranting about it. But was that was that was that game in two thousand and five not the height of college football? No, that was it the was. pinnacle. It was. That's that. The, it is. It has not been the same since. Since it is not because it, because it, the, and, and I would argue I would argue the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, the Statue or of Boise Liberty State, play, oh, Boise, Boise State, State, Oklahoma, like that period yeah. of time, that five year, four or five year period. You actually watched those games and oh you God, cared yeah. about those yeah. games. Like I'll the, be honest with you. I checked out super quick on Georgia TCU. Like I, 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 I watched three so seconds I, of it. I went downstairs and I flipped it on and the game came on. And my wife walked in and was like, oh, are you watching this? And I said, look at the score. And she went, oh. And that was when it was 31-7. So but I went, no, I don't. Like, supposedly, like, if you would believe, like. The rankings. <laughs> Right, and you would believe like the playoff. These were the two best teams supposedly. Lols. In the Lol. Country. Yeah, no. The know. committee looks really stupid here. 
I, I mean, like, I, I get the idea that, like, we're going to a, a we're expanding worry, the playoffs. We're going, we're anyway. going to 52 teams next year. I know, right? Like, it's, it's so dumb. You know what? Yeah, as long as you're in the top 50 of the league of, of college football, you're going to make it. You, like, you basically yeah. turned it into the NCAA tournament for basketball, which everybody, everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Everybody's happy. Yeah, well, whatever. It's all, all right. money. It's all about the money. No, I don't. Not. No, I don't want to derail it because I could. I could spend a whole hour on that. That's true. Speaking of, well, I don't even say derailing, but like this game, this like game. Not, this game, uh, this fucking game. Well, listen, I was honestly thinking that the Giants are going to get throttled here. That's but fair. They didn't. Um. Davis Webb took their foot off the gas. Let's let's be. They, they did, and they kind of Davis Webb kind of not uh, raw deal. Eh. Yeah, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. He he got his ass kicked, but like you know what? But he played well. He threw a touchdown, ran one he was in. Tough. He was tough. You know, uh, listen, the Giants were pretty pretty close to the vest about their starters this week, and they were like, "Yeah, we're not playing anybody." So that's fine. We'll see if it comes back to bite them. I'm sure that'll be a great debate if they lose next week, this week, whatever. But is Davis is Davis Webb still on the team next year, or do you think this is an audition for some bad team? Uh, uh, probably. Well, I just read a thing that the Giants and Jones are close to a contract extension, so I'm assuming Tyrod Taylor is going to be the backup next year anyway. So, yeah, probably Davis will be somewhere else. And, and whatever, that's not any of consequence. But he's probably a backup. Maybe he gets a starting gig on a really bad team. Who knows? But the the Eagles needed to win this game to lock up the division in the top seed. So they did what they had to do. Hurts really didn't have to do much. Um, other than that. That's really it. They played against the Giants B team and they won. I you didn't expect the Eagles to lose, but the game was close. It was what was it, twenty two sixteen? Yeah, it was. It was. It was close, but it was close because nobody really tried too hard. So I just kind of wanted this game. I, my dad texted me like in the first quarter, like halfway through the first quarter, like, "Could this game just be over?" Yeah, like, like, can we just fast forward? Like, like we don't. The, the Giants, like, there's literally nothing to play for. They were locked into six. They couldn't go up. They can't go down. So the only thing that could have changed was if there was some movement up, up top where, you know, Vikings and the 49ers flipped. But yeah, but I mean, they got the matchup they week, wanted though. with the 49ers. Uh, I, the, uh, the I think the Giants and the Giants fans are happy with the matchup based on how the last game went. Now, honestly, you could throw out the records because it just means nothing because it's the playoffs now. But I think if you're going to go on previous experience, you should feel pretty good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, speaking uh, of another game that, like, went the way you kind of thought it was going to go. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Game. Bang, bang. I didn't even type it out because I was like, uh, they should have beat yeah. the shit out of BBNG. Let's, let's, BBNG. let's pull the curtain back. BBNG. You know what? Like, All caps. Get shirts. Print them. Oh, my Why God. But honestly, though, like, am I wrong for not spelling it out? I can't get excited about that. No, like, no, it, it was, no, it was, you didn't. I didn't. Ex- this was going to be a two. two t- this was going to be a two plus touchdown game the whole way. Like, this was going to be. That's a 10 0 run to finish the season, though. Like, that are you right, familiar, this to quote third. the great Don LaGreca. Are you familiar with the work of David Blow? 
<laughs> and uh, the answer is he blows. Yes. Right. I mean, that's it. Stat of the day. Purdy threw three touchdowns, six straight games with multiple TDs, second quarterback in NFL history to do it. And uh, NFL NFC Offensive Player of the Month, as Monday. as Kevin en- enlightened me to. I mean, yeah. are they? I mean, that's they probably got that right. I, I yeah, I mean, yeah. So. And then what? I mean, it, it was what it was. They locked second seed to beat out the Vikings, and they're they're probably <laughs> the best team in the NFC. Like, I, eh. Something tells me in the back of my mind that we're on a 49ers Bengals collision course. I feel like that feels like it. That feels accurate to me. Not to tip my hand hand too much, but I feel like if I were to say it's 49ers Bengals in the Super Bowl, no no one's going to be like, what are you kidding me? Yeah, no, that's not 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 the non shocking stat of the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're the two hottest teams coming in. Yeah. That's usually you. I mean, I, I cheat. You could you could flip the Chiefs and and the Bengals, and I neither would they neither would be shocking. I think I'm equal. I think I'm equal with those two teams. Bengals just because they're hotter, but Chiefs are on fire. As Chiefs are just humming, like they've been humming all year almost. But John wrote it in the rundown, and like it needs to be said, the Niners have scored 33 points in five of their last six games. Like, oh yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> like that yeah, that they're that's uh, not... they're, they're killed. They're killing it. Like they're they're actually killing it. And I didn't know. I thought that the McCaffrey's like trade was gonna help, but not this much. Like this is just he's absurd. his. Let me, let me let me look at the stats. So he was, you know, not that it was. You know, people he, thought he was done. People thought he was. People cooked. thought he was done. I mean, ten There's ten a carries, lot of four, a lot of injuries. Ten carries, forty five yards. Three catches, thirty-four yards. I mean, like you know, it's a, it's another 85, 90 yards a game. You know, he's he's really contributing. They, you know, six different guys rushed the right. My count, seven different guys rushed the ball. Kyle Uzcheck got a carry. Debo got a carry in there. You know, Elijah Mitchell was was tops with the two touchdowns and the fifth with the fifty-five yards. It was, you know, it was a good. It was it was good all around. You know, they they they're. They're just a well-balanced team, and I think that that can't be understated. They're they're top to bottom. They're just solid. There's they're not like listen. Brock Purdy is not burn. You know he's not top ten quarterback in the league. But you know what? They figured out a way to make him successful. Wish my coach could do that. McCaffrey is on probably one of the most team-friendly deals you can have. He's due twelve million dollars this year for the next three years. Yeah, you can't. You can't and three, twenty-four, and twenty-four. No, and carries a zero dead cap hit if they were to cut him or trade him. Right. How how can you complain about that? As as a he's on a massively team friendly deal. So I mean, that's it. Must be nice to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly. He's Honestly. on the coast. He wants to be on. He's he's in in the state. He wants to be in. He's fine. He's doing right. good for himself. And then on the flip side, Cardinals. Lost seven straight to end the year. Fired Cliff Kingsbury. Their quarterback is getting fat, eating ruffles, and playing Call of Duty. And I mean, no, what a help. what a what a terrible signing! What a, didn't they I mean, bench uh, Deshaun Watson? Not Deshaun Watson. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. They did. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna flip him. He didn't they're play gonna, there. I mean, 
All right, let's go to the contract. They're going to trade him. Let's see. If, well, they could. They could cut him straight up and they'd save $8 million bucks. Seriously? Already? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that must have been three from years in. He's three years in. He's no. Three, I, I he, signed a, he signed a deal. Really? Way, he signed a deal in, oh, God. What does it say? I don't know. He signed a deal, oh, in 2020. So, yeah. That's so he's in his third year of that deal. Oh, wow. All right. It's going to cost them, but they'd save eight million bucks. That's, uh, all right. I, okay. I mean, they're not going to turn it around, regardless. So you know, they're they're another shit run organization. So I'm not possibly surprised. <laughs> Who's going to be their next coach? I mean, that's really the next question. Is okay. Who wants? First of all, who wants the job? Nobody. You know, and from who wants it? Like, who's going to take it? And Who's starving in college to go to <laughs> go to the pros? Nobody at this point, right? Jim Harbaugh. Jim. No, Jim, nah. no, I'm, no, no. Jim Harbaugh is going to go to a pretty much ready-made, ready-to-go situation. It's Which, either that, or he's going to go to a place where it's total disarray, where it's going to be like um, Panthers wear the highway. Like, no, like like how Dan Campbell came into the Lions last year and was like, all right, we know we're, we know we're going to be shit, but like I'm going to build this from the ground up. You got to give me time, right? Because right? because they gave him a six year deal and they're like, wow, that's unprecedented. He's like, no, if you're gonna if you're gonna give me this job with literally nothing, you're gonna let me have my have some time and leeway. So like it's either going to be you're ready to win the Super Bowl now or it's a complete disaster and everything's on fire and it's like all right I'm going to fix this. I Not just, like a half-assed team where like all right you have the quarterback you got some skill position but we're still an eight-win team. Yeah that you're right. No you're right. That's that's that's, right. that's, that's, a that's the only situation you would leave Michigan for cuz he's listen you don't leave Michigan you know unless it's it's a win. No, absolutely. You're either you're either going to win now, like you're going. Let's just like just for shits and giggles, like you're going to the Eagles because they're ready to win now. You're not going to the Raiders. The Jets. You're not going to the Raiders. You're not going to the Jets. Like you know what I mean? Like you're not going to the Rams. No, well, Sean McVay's not even going with the Rams apparently because that's, he's, yeah, that's a fair point. That's surpri- That's very surprising to me because he's that like, report. I don't want to be part of this, and it's like. Fuck you, you fucking you, that's such to me it's such bullshit because he you, was the one that orchestrated is, it. Right, yeah. This is this is your fault, sir. Like right. sir, him, him, and Les, him and him and Les Snead, like, you know. And well, listen, you mortgage the future. Would you sell your soul right now for a for a pick for a championship? I mean, like yeah, yeah well, exactly. You can't take the would Lombardi trophy away from them, like you know, but right. Right. but they don't have a first. They have a they they have a second, third, two fifth comps, three no I'm sorry three sixths, four sixths with a comp pick, and two sevenths with a comp pick. So like, they don't have a first round pick. I don't think they have a first round pick next year either. Like, you know, they don't. They don't. This is where like your scouts have to come in handy because you can get starters in the second, third round, even the fifth round, but like you really have to invest in the scouting department now. And you ha- it has to, yeah, you have to hit, you have to hit on your second and third rounders, and right. they have to be starters and they have to be good starters. They don't have to be pro bowlers, but they have to be. No, they really have to be competent. They have to, have to make seventeen starts. Pieces. 
Yeah, no, it's so he doesn't want to be a part. You know, a lot of mental anguish. He got married. His wife's from the Ukraine, so he was, you know, you know, dealing with the stress of watching that on the news. Going off every day, yeah, yeah. Right. I I get it, but like, you can't. I I don't know. That's that's it's it's a little weak minded, if you ask me. No, no. Let's talk. Let's talk about New York Giants legend Geno Smith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unlocking a two million dollar incentive for making the playoffs. Good for hey, him. Listen, he just I I, he deserves it. Man. You know what? He fucking deserves it, and I'm I'm happy for him as a Jets fan, as the team that drafted him. He deserves it because he got the shit end of the stick his whole career so far until yes, he did. Carroll, you know, Mister Magician and, saved his ass. And listen, they counted the Se- everyone counted the Seahawks out this year. So Stay you know what alive. it took. It took overtime this week, but they stayed alive. They win. They get the final seed in the NFC, and that, and their reward is playing the two seed. But you know what? They're in the they're in the uh, in the dance, if you will. They're in the dance. They got a little help, but we'll, we'll get uh, to listen, it. Listen, it's, it's okay. That's okay. Everybody, everybody needs. A they little did. Help but, see, but, here, but see, but here's the thing: they held up. <laughs> we their all be end our of, friends sometimes. They they held up their end of the bargain. Yes, they won. They won the game. So listen, if you don't get help, well, you can't rely on anybody. But we did. We did our part. So now the rest is not up to us. That's right. They did. Let's talk about this game. (laughs) Must we? Must we? Yes, we must. Is it? Is is it? Is there nothing more satisfying than watching the Cowboys like just shoot themselves on? Yeah, on like on television like is there nothing better there's nothing better i just don't understand how they're so bad like they're so good and so bad no they're exactly see that that's it they're They're not not bad why are they this this inconsistent i i don't i just don't get it because i think the problem is and this it's not necessarily mike mccarthy but I think that, like, I really Isn't would love to know how much Jerry. No, but I really would love to know how much Jerry Jones runs around that facility, going like, "You guys are the greatest thing ever." And like year after year, it's like, "All right, old man, like, shut up." I like, think, I think his son has effectively taken taken over, and Jerry is basically he's just he's a, a clown P- now. He's like, just he's a just PR a, clown, and and I think inside the building. It's all right. Grandpa Jerry's doing his thing. Let him go on the radio show. Let him just talk because he doesn't give you anything really that much of substance anymore. No, like, I know. But like, but, but like, uh, if you look hold at- on, though, hold on, though. Jerry Jones, though, is one bad year away from pulling a Vince McMahon and saying, fuck you. I'm going to blow this whole shit up and going yeah. and and making this whole thing a disaster for them. Like, listen, that, listen this, this is the same team that fucking paid Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and then that right. Prescott. Right. Like, exactly. Like you, you say Stephen Jones has to make rational decisions and then they do shit like that. So, understood. They, it's it's Jerry. the it's the constraints. He plays within the constraints that his dad gives him, but he makes rational decisions as much as his dad gives him the bandwidth to do. So, like, Fair. the problem is, is that Stephen Jones gets to make decisions 75% of the time, and those decisions are pretty good, actually. And he lets the, the football people make the football decisions, but it's the 20 to 25% of the decisions that get made Cow- by Jerry Jones. The Cowboys will never win a fucking Super Bowl. As long as Jerry Jones is still alive. And, and you know what's funny? That's coming from a Dolphins fan, but if you talk to Cowboys fans, they say the same thing. It's true. 
Right. No. no. They say the same thing, and it's like, and it's like, and no, I I don't know. I can't I can't say. I don't understand. Like they finished twelve and five. They have offensive weapons. They have defensive weapons. And small anecdote. A small anecdote. My brother in uh, I'm sorry. My father in law is a diehard Cowboys fan. That's right. You know how much fun it was to watch that fucking game? Oh, I'm sure he was beside himself. Bob. Oh, oh no, poor, but, but poor Bob. At one point, the man looks at me and says, Can we just start Cooper Rush? That's been a theme this year because he filled in for right. Dak quite quite admirably. And then Dak's come back and thrown the league lead pick in interception. Pick six after pick six. Right. But like, like, but still, this team finished twelve and five. Like you look, like in a vacuum, if I showed you just records, you're like, oh wow, twelve and five. That's pretty good. They must have had a good year. But like, but they, how can you be? Yeah. How could you be confident going into the playoffs now against? You know, we're gonna preview it. But like, say what you will about that. But like, you're gonna go into now against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, and you think you're gonna have a good game? Like, I can't no. preview this game. I I wrote it in the thing. I can't preview this game. I don't know what to write. Like I have no idea what to expect. Did the Bucks? Did the Bucks come out and destroy them? Did the Did the Cowboys have a good game? Like I thought, like uh, it's 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 this is a fucking enigma wrapped in the conundrum for sure. That game, right? Like I'm looking at, I'm watching this game on Sunday, and I'm like, how are they losing? Like, yeah, no, they have too much talent. And and the problem is too, they they were playing for the number one seed. Right, right. They like if you, like like listen, the Eagles were probably not losing to the Giants, so it was a moot point anyway. But you, but we just talked about it with the Seahawks. Do you your part, up, do your you're part, and let, and where everything else happens, happens. So like, you win. All right, now it's up to someone else. But we did our part. They didn't even show up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. From their perspective, I don't understand why i mean i understand why but like they are such an underachieving franchise that it it gets to the point where it's almost like it's it's year after year year after year it doesn't change man it's a constant theme and it's who would you rather watch (laughs) right would you rather be them or the jets i think it'll hurt See, that's the would thing. Would you rather like, go one and done in the playoffs all the time, or would you rather like actually just when you're bad, you're really bad, and when you're good, you're so, really good? So, like, that's the thing. Like, so we we had this great debate about this. I, I've had this debate with people all over the place. So, like, what would you rather be, the Giants from 2005 to now, or like the Kansas City Chiefs, who are won a Super Bowl, but they've been they've gotten their fucking heart broken how many different times? Do you want to be ass for how many years and then win two Super Bowls, or do you want to be consistently good and maybe win one? Like, you know, it's one. It's do you? Here's a better one. Do you want to be a Hall of Fame player with no championships, or oh, a guy awesome. with one, or the guy with one championship? The sports radio. Like, but it's true. Like, what would it's you rather be? Time. Would you rather be? Would you rather be consistent, or would you rather be just a one-hit wonder? I'd rather be. A, I'd rather be. I, if I'm selfish, I'd rather be a, a, a consistent. If I'm, but if I, if I'm, I don't know. I'd rather be. I'd rather be a champion because you you, you can't ever take that away from. It's a it's an achievement right. that you don't have complete control over, and it's. 
it's it's winning it's it's the it's the point of why you play you don't you don't go play the game any sport even if you were the 52nd guy on the roster all right well i'll settle that debate for you though who's who do you think is a better quarterback do you think a better quarterback are you looking at somebody like a jim kelly or are you looking at somebody like a ben roethlisberger who's the better quarterback to you Roethlisberger. I, no, no, no. I'd Jim Kelly. Yeah, I'd say by Jim talent, Scott. talent wise, probably Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah but you're right. saying, but but he but lost because, four Super Bowls. Right. Exactly. Right, well, that's a that's a okay. Are we talking talent or success? Are we talking who's a a more but talented just quarterback? Just, but just overall, but but listen, Dan, in, the greatest thing that's a Dan Marino. That's the Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. It's the Dan but, Marino question. You're a Hall of Famer. But no Sean's point though, like you would sell your soul. If you were Jim Kelly to have one of those Super Bowls, like you would do everything. Well, Jim Kelly being Jim Kelly is different that he was so close more than once. Like he, it's not he wasn't close like once like Marino was in the second year. He was close every. He was close five to like four times or whatever it was. Yeah, like, it was. four in a row, four in yeah. a row. Like that's that's heartbreak, man. That's you know he. Would you sell your soul just to win one game? Like just yeah, a, a game absolutely. you played, not a game, not to get to a game you never got to play, and you got to play in the game and you got four tries. Just give me one of them, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, right. It's so, a good debate. That's it's it's tough. I I still think I'd rather be, I'd rather, I'd rather be, be the Hall of Famer. But like, I think if I'm selfish, but I think it's better to be the champion. Absolutely. I, I right. think like Hall of Fame at the end of the day is just a nice little accolade and jacket. Like championship though, like the, you can't take that. You know what I mean? Like they can't take that away from you ever. You know what I mean? No, it's and true. that's why it's a never-ending debate. But like Chad Pennington's never going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. But like we, I love Chad Pennington as a Jets fan. There will be tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people that will remember Chad Pennington. <laughs> For the yes. rest of their life, absolutely. Because he beat he beat Peyton Manning in a playoff game. <laughs> How about that? Well, we'll How about all... that? Furthermore, like Mario Manningham's never going to be a fucking Hall of Famer, but right, nope, but he's he, but he's, he's immortal. He's immortalized in Giants lore forever for making that sideline catch. Same thing with David Tyree with the helmet catch. Right. Plaxico Burris for catching the game-winning touchdown. You know what I mean? And like, shooting himself, catching a bullet. <laughs> Like hey, but listen, bullet, right? but, well, that was the next season, but, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, Jeremy right. Shockey. Yeah, Jeremy Shockey's another right. one. Right. He got hurt in 07. He was, he was in the building for the Super Bowl, but he wasn't, you know, quote, unquote, part of that team. He was an enigma. He was another one. No. You know. UM guy who overrated UM guy. But oh. A lot of them. Mm. It's too many of them. Finally, right, the, game the of Sunday the week. night football. I guess it was kind of I mean, game like of the week. The only the, it was fun. a fun game to watch, I guess. Not it, like well, it meant nothing not for the Lions. It meant nothing for the Lions. It meant everything for the Packers, and the Seahawks were watching probably in the locker room. Best quote I've ever heard in my life. We're gonna tread water until we can fucking bury you. God, no, you gotta it. love. You gotta love Dan Campbell. MCDC, baby. He's, he's great. No, he's listen. Like I said, he's the, you know the, the leader of men. You know, if you will, like he the team took on his personality, and you know what? 
They stuck it to an underachieving Packers team who had, you know, listen, win and you're in. And guess what? They didn't. But, uh, like, some of those play calls, like, were atrocious. The the, no, the hook and ladder. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the Lions? Like, I thought you were going to say the Packers. The Packers no, like, play calling was atrocious because like, it was. No, but the audacity to call a fucking hook and ladder with like three minutes left. Why not? Like, Fuck it. No, yeah, no, absolutely. More power to you, but. Right. I think the, the Giants pulled out. I, the Giants pulled out every special team's fake play in the book because they knew they had nothing to play for. So why put yeah. something new unloaded. on tape? Fair. Right. Unloaded. Who cares? You know. And what Jamal J- Jamal Williams has what his seventeenth? Yes, he yes. broke Barry Sanders' single season record for the uh, line. You're gonna see uh, uh, the extra game. It's a little fakeazy. I'm sorry. A season's a season. I know. I I don't yeah. disagree, but it's a Roger little... Maris, Babe Ruth, the whole thing. A season's a Fair season. Fair enough. It's 154 to 162 games. You're right. You're right. A season's but a season. Av- the big story about this game is going to be the the post game with Rogers and him milking the knowing the camera was there and milking it and telling another James Packers Williams. another Packers quarterback disgruntedly uh, leaving. Yeah, to, can't make up his mind if he's staying or going. Where's the welfare scam? <laughs> Stop. Where's the California welfare scam? Yeah. yeah, no, I know, I know. He, I remember seeing that. Was it Jamison Williams asked Rogers for the jersey? He said, oh, "I think I'm going to hang on to this one." What does that even mean? Um, oh, God. I didn't see that. That's hilarious. Yep, he told him he's going to hang on to it, and then suddenly he's walking off, and he's getting filmed holding Randall Cobb, yeah, who's been Randall Cobb, and, and oh my yeah. God! Listen, he's due almost he's due almost sixty million dollars next year. They're not cutting him. They're not trading him. I'm sorry. No, there, he's it's not be happening there until he doesn't want to be there anymore. Right, and okay, thanks. Ride the bench. He, they can't trade him. He's untradeable. He's quite literally untradable next year, this year, he's whatever. Also, he's just so insufferable. Ninety-nine million dollar cap hit, a uh, dead cap hit. It can't happen. Ninety. After ne- after next year nobody's is when it can happen. On. Yeah, nobody's taking that money on. No, how can you? Yeah, that's like it's literally <laughs> impossible. But you can't. He has it's it's the money's all in the options and the, the options are insane. Twelve million dollar signing bonus, fourteen million dollar option, two three million dollar restructure bonus, uh, two million dollar uh, one point one million dollar base salary. It's not going to happen. He's do fifty eight million bucks next year. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. What, yeah, I, why, that's, would they, why would they do that? Like, because look, he wanted like to cash out. Make, they're not even making the playoffs, though. Like, that's the thing that's so insane to me. Like, well, he held he, it. He, he could have fired more than twelve and a, he commands thirteen point two five percent of their cap. He he held their feet to the fire, and they gave him the money, and then they had to trade Devontae Adams. Now, I'm not saying that that's why they lost, but like. You know, didn't help. It took Christian Watson a good half a season to become relevant. Well, actually, good cap. If they, if they actually, oh no, no, it's terrible. No, there's nothing they good could, here. They could trade him after. No, no, they could trade him this off season after June first. 
and the dead cap would only be 15 million for this year and it would be 24 million next year which they could probably restructure if they could probably restructure that but that's I'm not saying it's good I'm just saying it's better than 99 million it's it's better than that but I I don't see it happening no it's no, probably that's not an, that's an absurd amount of money no matter how you slice it like that that's not gonna happen yeah, no, you're right. Because okay, so like you're gonna take his fifty-eight million dollars on on the Jets, like is that? See, that's like the question. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what team's taking on that that absurd right. amount of money? Like that that's not gonna right. Like I, like there's a lot of stupid teams in the league, but I don't know if there's a stupid enough team to take on that much money. Right. I don't think he's gonna get traded. That's my opinion. You're probably right. I, I could see like it's fun to like theorize and, and see if he would be ending up on like the Raiders or whatever, but realistically that that's that there's no team stupid enough to to go and do something like that. Like I would hope not. Like talk <laughs> about mortgage mortgaging your future. Like that that's mortgaging your future. That's right. that's are Denver Broncos level bad. Nah, I was just about to say it their team people have done it. <laughs> yeah, well that's the whole yeah. So that's that. But unfortunately for the Lions, they didn't get in. They gave it, they gave it the old college try, but they stubbed their toe against the pa- the Panthers, which pretty much ended their, you know, ended their be, run. They had to be perfect for like two months straight, which, you know, in the they NFL. Almost is, were. They almost they were. were. They were close. They I know. Were. And they were it's almost, they, it, but it's, but look at even like, you know, even the Chiefs lose four games a year. Like it's, it's not. You know, three oh, no, games in a year. It's it's you're gonna not, stub your toe eventually. Yeah, you're gonna lose a game here or there. I think speaking of the Lions, real quick, before we get into the previews for this week. Now, Jared Goff has a contract for next year. Next two years, actually. Very team friendly, actually, for the most part. Twenty million bucks. It's not yeah, bad. That team's only gonna get better. Like Right, they can hang on I, to him for two years. Yeah, honestly, no, no yeah. reason to, to get rid of him. Yeah, no, I was just looking at what they, you know, what they gave him, or what I'm sorry, he signed what that the with Rams the Rams. Gave him no, yeah, four the years, four years right. for one, four years for one thirty four, mm-hmm. and then they restructured it out a little bit, you know, to save cap space. I mean, you could always play with the numbers. You could always, but uh, yeah, the, the cap is a fake thing. But sometimes that dead cap number is just too much to overcome. <laughs> right, right. You're not getting other teams to pay it. Like it's just not the way it works. Right. So, uh, right. So that said, let's jump ahead into uh, the preview for this weekend and the wild card games. Uh, first on the docket, we have the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers. Thoughts, boys? I like the divisional I, matchups in these first rounds. I love it. Yeah, me too. Love it. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Because these are always ripe for an upset. And, you know, I don't think the 49ers are going to get tripped up here. They've seen Seattle twice. Um, and, you know, thankfully, I think that, you know, the 49ers are humming. They know what they're doing. They've 
you know, they, they have, they have the offense humming through Brock Purdy at this point. Um, let me see how, how they played the, uh, the uh, Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks in, in week 18, 17, 16, 15. And then they beat them. <laughs> and then they beat them 27 to seven all the way back in September. So they're taking care of business two and zero against the team already. It's hard to go three and zero, but I think I think Niners win somewhat comfortably. But I think it'll be a very good game. Yeah, I, I think, think it'll this be a is. Good, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I that's what I was just gonna say. I think this will be a good game. I think the Niners keep rolling, handle their business. You know, also too, ten game winning streaks, long winning streaks do come to an end. But I don't think uh, tonight's the well, not tonight, but that night is the night, if you will. Yeah, no, I I think the. The Niners' role, I think, playing at home Thank against you. a divisional opponent that they've seen before, they've seen twice, and they they know what they're getting, and it, the magic's got to run out for Geno somewhere, and <laughs> it, it runs out at Levi Stadium. Sorry, boys, but uh, bang bang bang, bang Niner gang. Bang, yep. Go. <laughs> yeah, I I tend to agree. Uh, just curious, really quick, what the spread is as of this recording? Oh God. Niners by nine and a half. Really? That big? Ooh. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm as actually we go, shocked. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to add it in here what it is as we're recording. I'll add it on the tail end here uh, what the spread is for all these games. Let's I'm a little see. shocked at that. That's that's actually kind of surprising to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Nine and a half, it's... Uh... Nine and a half seems a little excessive, but I guess you know what they're going by how I mean, hot the team is. Caesar Sportsbook has them at ten, so yeah, but, uh, you know what I mean. Like uh, I, I don't I like guess, that I either. Guess, but... I, I guess that's what they got them at then. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I don't know, man. But what do we that, like? Here, here's my question. Though? Here's my question to you, to you both. Brock Purdy has played well. Brock, Brock Purdy has shown that he's belonged. Do you think it holds up in the playoffs? Now, I know it shouldn't matter, but, you know, playoffs, different animal, the whole, you know, all the cliches you can think of. Yeah. Does the magic run? Like, you know, if he goes, <clears throat> excuse me, if he goes, I don't know, 16 of 30 for like 200 yards, a touchdown and two picks. Like, do they win that game based on their defense? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they win, they win uh, against like Seattle, like, but not anybody else. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. They're like, not beating they don't, like they're not, the Vikings doing that. They're not beating the Vikings. They're not beating um, yeah, they, the Eagles. They get, out of, they get out of the divisional round, but long term, I think that that's, that's troubling if that's what we're looking at. Right, dude. That's that's my question. Like, how long does this Brock Purdy magic keep going, or are they? Is he in a coaching scheme or a situation where he's protected from himself, if you will? You know, limited I mean, the it, limited the damage. Like, let let take the reins off a little bit. Let him make the plays. But if we have to, we can clamp it down and you know go you know basic offense for him and do what we have to do. I mean, it did. To be fair, like a world exists where Brock Purdy could be Trent Dilfer. It's fair. Yeah, yeah. 
That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's, that's a, that's just, a decent we, comparison, actually. Because we taught, listen, I, I, we put it in the, the recap from last week where it was he's thrown multiple touchdowns, at least two touchdowns in six straight games. That's like borderline MVP type of season. You know, right. you throw two touchdowns a game, that's 24 on the year. That's pretty – no, I'm sorry. What am I talking about? That's almost 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's yeah, that, pretty that's, good. And is he a 40-touchdown, yeah. you know, five-interception guy, like seven-interception guy? I, I, don't I don't know. That's the thing. Like, we've I only seen him it. for six weeks, but he's played well. Yeah. You know, how – the, There's no tape on him, though. That's the thing. There's very little tape, and they've they've kept him – you know they've kept it fresh, and which is you know what what they're good at. But and, and I th- and I think the defense and the team, the rest of the team and the coaching steps puts him in a position to win. Right. I think Shanahan's system, in and of itself, I think his system is very well suited for his strengths and what he's actually good at. I think they they hide right. all his his shortcomings pretty damn well, and he has somebody who can take a five yard out and go. 40 yards you know what i mean like right so he doesn't have to beat you like that that's the reality of it like brock purdy is not going to be the guy who beats you it's going to be Debo. it's going to be kittle it's going to be right you know mccaffrey it's going to be right and and he doesn't he's not throwing 40 yard bombs you know he's not pat mahomes he's throwing it was 15 of 20 for what was what was the stat? I was looking at stats 15 for 20 for 178 and three touchdowns i mean doesn't mean he can't doesn't mean he can't no, it doesn't. But like, you know, it doesn't mean he can't do it. He threw two eighty four against the no, Raiders. Like that's like you're gonna intend it. No, you're right, a hundred percent. But like, you know, he listen. He threw two eighty four against the Raiders. He threw two thirty four against the Commanders. Like, you know, he threw thirteen hundred yards in in a handful of games. Like, you know, he yeah, yeah. He can, he's right. capable. You know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It should be a good game no matter what because it's a divisional game in the playoffs, so those tend to be pretty good no matter what. So I'm looking forward to it. Who's the back? Who's going to be the backup? I mean, who's been the backup lately? I don't even. I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. I don't even know. Let me look. What in case things go south? Yeah, like you got me thinking. Like, okay, who's Who's going? I, like I hate to rain on the parade here because I know they've been hot and whatever. We've been and it's been fun doing this since literally the whole time. Like they've been getting, they've gotten hot since we started this whole thing, and like it's been fun talking about them every week. But I just want eventually the magic's got to run out, right? Eventually, like you, I, you would I guess. think, like you would think at at some point, like unless this kid's the second coming of Tom Brady, like. It's gotta, it's gotta end at some point. Yeah, right. That's my point. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Well, there you go. Hmm. Listen, we haven't talked about him for fucking six weeks. Why talk about him now? But you know, Hmm. right? Exactly. You know, I just probably put the kibosh on that whole thing. So, Hmm. all right, never mind. So, so to to wrap it up, (laughs) do we, do we think, do we think that? San Francisco is going to cover the nine and a half or the 10. I'll be honest with you. No, I think they'd win, but I don't think they win by 10. You know, no, like, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Especially I, this could be, a this opponent. probably a touchdown game, maybe a four point game. Right. 
Like they, it's it's a money I mean, I line. I could see it ten, but like I see it at, at ten. Like yeah, it's, it's I I see it probably at six, seven, you're, three, six. You're or saying seven. Ve- you're saying Vegas is going to hit it exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, like I don't see them winning by two touchdowns. Like I see them yeah, no, it's, it's a, at it's most a, it's ten, but it's well, probably yeah, that's, more like a touchdown game. Well, the total in this game is forty-two. So like we're talking about twenty-one points at the team. Like, you know, could this game be you know twenty-one seventeen? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. The, I could see, see that, but I could see. I could see seventeen. The game is in San Francisco. I'd take the over. To be honest, I think they might run run them off off the field in the fourth quarter, score mm. a couple of late 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 game touchdowns to go over forty two. I don't right. know. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to say. That's for sure. We shall see. Uh, all right. So next, next game, game on the docket is the Chargers at the Jazz. Duval County. Saturday Saturday night on NBC. This should be hey, I mean this is a pretty good game. They're gonna be, be amped. They are gonna be amped in Duval County and it's mm-hmm. gonna be wild. Yeah, it should be I mean listen, the Chargers have a lot to prove because they've been better than what their record and everything says they are. I mean, over the last couple of years, but they have something to prove here, and I think the Jags are really hot. So I think this has good game this written has, all over it. This is Vegas, Jags and Jags Vegas and looks at points. yeah. Vegas is favoring Chargers by two and a half, though. Nope, Jags lay the points. They're no, it's Jags. My yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I best read it. Nope. Yeah, it's nope. Jags plus two and a half. Jags plus two and a half. Then yeah. Yeah, I'll no, they're, they're favoring the Chargers by two and a half. Yeah, I misplaced yeah, no. the uh, the digit here. I should I have done. Okay. Yeah, so Jacksonville plus that. Jacksonville's plus two and a half at home. So yeah, I'm favoring the so. Chargers on the road, but not by much. It's basically that, a pick. Though. Is it a pickup? No, it's not a pickup. Like no, that's like a six point favorite. Right, it's a six point favorite. I'm thinking the other way. It's six points. So, hmm. I don't know. I know the Chargers have have gotten healthy finally. You know, they finally have all their weapons but back. Mike Williams. But- Right. That are they? Like, is Mike Williams going to play? Is Joey Bosa going to play? How healthy are they really? Like, well, even if they do play. Right. I forgot you know? about the back injury. Right. So that's we're about to find out. We're about to find we're out if, they, find if out. Mike Williams and Joey Bosa play and they're ninety percent of themselves. I think the Chargers win this game and they win it outright. And they, you know, they win by a field goal. Pers- no, oh but- yeah, listen, don't get don't get me wrong. If the Chargers win this game, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, like yeah, no, no, great. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be surprised. I'd be a little disappointed in the Jags, considered how hot they are. But Chargers have every chance to win this game and sure and not be and have me not be surprised. Not that you need to please me, but you know, you taking Jacksonville. My hope is. My Probably, hope, yeah. My hope is that Trevor Lawrence has a moment. You know what I mean? Like that—that's my Trevor hope. Trevor Lawrence like, moment. I, yeah, I maybe like a God. maybe like a, a drive in the fourth quarter to tie or take the lead. You know, maybe they maybe they're down three with like you know two minutes left. You know, run a traditional two minute drill. You know, maybe to tie or take the lead. You know what I mean? Yeah, down yeah, four. Like, and I, he throws goes yeah. for the touchdown. Yeah, I could see that. Just something, something yeah, to I keep this interesting. That and something to, to be like, this is why we drafted this kid. Like this. Yeah. Is oh yeah. Listen, like he came in. He came into the league with about as high expectations since Andrew Luck. 
Yeah. You're not lying. You know. And like, got him into the playoffs. Took him a couple of years, but like, all right, you're here now. It's, like, it's his second year, man. This is under a second offense in the second offense he's in. And like, you know. Yeah, but net, it's time to make your money now. You know what I mean? Like, this, this is what you get paid for. Like, absolutely. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the floor is yours, John. Go for it. Well, I, listen, I, this. it's just like, all right, so the it's Miami and Buffalo, 1 p.m. Sunday, CBS. We're all going to be tuned in. We're all going to be locked in. Buffalo's favored by two touchdowns, basically. Nuts. Not so, enough. Not enough. Two is Are the Bills going to rest playing. their starters? Like, are, are the Bills going to rest their starters? Like, <laughs> it, like, treat it as a bye week, basically? They, I mean... Like, like honestly, like, there is like, let me, no like, way. Like, let me ask you a question. No oh shit! You like, let me, <laughs> like, let me ask you a question. Like, is if this game's like thirty-five ten at halftime, like, do you start pulling people or do you just fucking absolutely, almost, almost, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, it, yeah. It, 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 if, if it's if it's twenty-three at halftime and they look. That's a very abysmal. conspicuous score, or that's a conspicuous score, Arthur. Oh no, I didn't. I did not mean to say that. No, if they are up, if what I mean more is like if the Bills are humming on offense <laughs> and they touchdown lead, four, they've scored a three, four touchdown lead, you know, and the, and the and the Dolphins squeaked a fucking fifty-six yard field goal, and their offense looks abysmal. Like basically, is what I've the, the illustration you, I'm trying to you, pick. You know what the funny part about that is. You think Jason Saunders is going to hit a fucking fifty-six yard field goal? That's true, right? You. That's the joke. That's the joke of it all. All right, so he squeaks by on <laughs> the left upright, a, a forty-nine yard field goal, which is his, like you know his long for the year almost. But, so, no, but like that's so, my point. It's so like, the Bills are the Bills are favored by thirteen and a half. The totals forty-three and a half. Like the Bills over, can honestly over. go over, over over by themselves, right? Like I, I, I mean like, I. I, I don't know, but then again, like whenever when everyone's like, "Oh, that's it!" Like just pile on this team. Like everything goes the opposite way. Like I, think I don't know. It's Thirty. I think it's thirty-one-seven by half. To be honest, it's with you. Awesome. It's it could be. Yeah, something like that. Sure, sure. I could see that. And will it Kevin be. still be alive by halftime to witness Gloria defeat? I'll be alive. I'll be. No, when when I say alive, and... when I say alive, I mean like, will you just drink yourself into oblivion, like to to numb the pain? Like that's what I mean. Like, I, I mean, I can't. I'm gonna be putting together a crib and shit. But uh, uh, no, I'll well, be keeping. Right. I'll be keeping them company, John. Don't worry. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean you, you can't you can't drunk put together a crib. Like that is you know, that is fair. That is that is one a of plan us. One, one of us will have to be sober, I guess. And I'll leave that. To, no offense, since your since your team is the 49ers in the playoffs, and you'll already know your fate. You already know your fate from the day before. That's You'll right. be this responsible one. Let Kevin be Kevin, and you know, let Kevin cook. <laughs> like Kevin, Kevin can't wait to drink. That's true. You know, oh, so man. what a way to what a way to ring in a new apartment, huh? With, that's right. With a, with a possible playoff blowout. Yeah, like what a way, what a way to go. It's like so uh, anticlimactic, almost like, oh, we made the playoffs, y- y- yay! <laughs> yeah, and now we got know. the Bills. Like, you know, it's one of those things where like, I don't want to pile on here, but like I can honestly see this game also being like, because sometimes the Bills play inconsistent, like they slow started last week. Like I can the honestly Bills have see played like, down to their competition at points this year, a la the Jets. 
so like whereas the Chiefs and the and the the Bengals did not, and that's why I don't think the, the there Bills is not ultimately... a snowball's chance in hell that the Dolphins win this game. No, I'm not saying not they win, one. but I think there's a chance. No, I don't think they win. But like, what if this game? What if they? You know, it's like 28. 21 you know something like that yeah like, something stupid where like the kid the bills fucking let them hang around then then right. fucking well, arthur's gonna have to hold me up that fucking fourth quarter and <laughs> and i'm gonna be pouring tequila down his throat yeah right. like like it, it's gonna be a time if it's that close like it's gonna, gonna bring the reposado yeah oh it, it's gonna be the fucking class asshole. Like you, yeah, you happen, yeah, just bring that bottle. It's a, just toast the new, just toast the new apartment. Absolutely. Uh, so, either way, you're not confident. No, no. I mean, no. I I wish I could be, but I I am right there with you guys. I I I think that like legitimately, and I know it's a joke, but like I I don't think that spread is. Uh, I don't think that spread is enough to be honest with you. Like oh, 13 and a half. Bad, huh? it, it's not. I think they're going to get blown the hell out. I think they're going to, especially like DeMar Hamlin's probably going to be there. There's going to be that emotional lift. He's going to be there pregame. Like it's going to be a show and a half. Like they're going to come out guns a blazing and they're going to yeah. smoke them right off the field. Like that's so, we're all, so we're all taking Buffalo um, smoke. all the way. I'm keeping track. I'm keeping track of this week. You know. All I, right, you know. cool. Keep track. And That's fine. I mean, the next game. I. Uh, how are you feeling about this, though, John? Like Giants I, plus the three first. The, the yeah, John. John, the, the floor is yours. Giants first, plus three. The cool. first sentence says it all. Everyone and their mothers on this team, and I don't. That scares the absolute bejesus out of me. I, like, I don't blame you. Because literally everyone's like, Giants going to win this game. Giants going to win this game. It's like, let's calm down because, you know, they didn't play exactly winning football. football. Yeah, like when they were playing the first time. Like, they lost, yes, on a 61-yard field goal, but they also let Justin Jefferson go for 13 yards on a third and 19 to get within the 61. Like, you know, (laughs) like like, – like teams watch tape. Like this is the play. Like you can't tell me that the Vikings haven't been watching tape from that game all year. Well, not all year. Like for the last couple of days. Like they, they yeah, they, they've been they've been they, shoring up all the stuff if, in season. All if the, the Vikings can run the ball, the Giants are in trouble. Like oh yeah, and, if Dalvin Cook is healthy and and they run it down their throat, Giants fucked. Like they, right, the Giants get, are in they're trouble. They're run out of the building. No, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Like they, they are. It's going to be a problem. Like same how like how Saquon can control a game. Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison can do the same thing. And you know the the only thing you have to hope for is you if you have to jump out to an early lead and force the Vikings into throwing it. Now I understand they have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and T.J. Hawkinson. And even Cook can catch the ball out of the backfield. But, like, if you make Cousins have to make plays with a banged-up offensive line, you have a shot with this defense. Yeah. like You have to, to jump out point, to an yes. early lead. Kirk, you have to, to jump out point, to an early lead. To your point, Kirk Cousins isn't going to beat you. Like, make Kirk Cousins beat you. It's essentially, like, the game plan. Right. Like, I know. Right. I mean, so, I, I mean, they're going to load eight in the box. And they're going to say, and they're going to double, they're going to bracket coverage Justin Jefferson, and they're going to say, beat us with TJ Hawkinson and everybody else. And 
I think that's all. That's as bad. That's as good as they're going to do. And they're going to they're going to blitz the fuck out of out of Kirk Cousins. And they're going to see how good is he. Especially if they have an early lead, if they have a seven point lead, a 10 point lead there, I say you'll see a lot of blitzes. You'll see a lot of heavy pressure or attempted pressure, you know, sending that extra guy or whatever and trying to make cousins make the plays. Now, again, can they win this game? Sure. Will they? I don't know. Like it, it, it depends on who shows up. I mean, can they stop the run? Can they stop, you know, like what kind of game are they playing? Because again, if they go down to, if they go down two touchdowns, they're in trouble. Like they can't oh, yeah, throw their way. They can't throw their way out of that. That's right. No. Yeah. Suddenly asking Daniel Jones to, to go out and win you a game by throwing the football with your receiving core is right. You know, I'll like, ask. They've played well this year. They've been efficient this year, but there's no one wide receiver where you're like, yep, that's the guy. Right. Right. No, they traded I mean, away their most talented wide receiver, and their second most talented wide receiver has completely underachieved. So he just caught his first touchdown last week while with with the team. He only needed seventy six more. Seventy six catches. catches to unlock a bonus. Yeah, seventy <laughs> that's seven hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus. I saw this fucking time when I saw that. That was hilarious. But then, like your, I said your here, last your last line in that rundown pretty much covers it for me. Right. I hope. I hope. Listen, I love Justin Jefferson. He's a great player, but I hope he gets lost in route to the game and ends up in Canada. Like, and you know, that's it. I mean, they're up in Minnesota. They're kind of close. They're almost Canada. Yeah. They're quasi Canada. Yeah, sure. it's pretty close. You know, geograph geographically, I'm not sure how what the actual mileage from like the stadium to the Canadian border is. I just I I don't have that offhand, but it's close enough. Yeah, it's just, pretty close. Just hope he gets abducted on the way there. Yeah. No, not even abducted. Like, you know, just the guy makes a wrong turn. And like, oh, my God, we're in Canada. Like, like I don't want anything bad. <laughs> like, I don't want anything bad to happen. No, to so him. Like, you I'm, don't I'm, want him to get, like, hurt or anything. He's just like, no, yeah, no, I'm not, missed, I don't want to hold. You missed the game. You're two hours too late. Right. Just, I'm not, not it, like, it holding him traffic. up. For, yeah, no, no, no ransom. No, nothing. Like, just like, oh, my God, we're ransom. in Canada. Like, what happened? And you're like, dude, I, right, dude, I have a game. Yeah, I know, man. This is going to be tough. Like, we're not going to be able to get back. Like, okay. Perfect. <laughs> get snowed in. Something like that. Right, exactly. Like, you know, just right. Mildly inconvenient. <laughs> That's all. You know, just something nothing. I don't wish ill intent. Just I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to get kidnapped. I don't want any of that. Just like, oh man, I we just, got flash I, just fire. Black, I just want a black cat to walk in front of him for the day. Like, that's all. Right, just be superstitious with oh, I gotta stay inside. Like, you know, fourteen <laughs> feet of snow fourteen feet of snow outside of his house or wherever they stay. Perfect. 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 Um, it's, uh, what is the Saturday night game or Sunday night? Saturday. Game? Sunday. This is the Sunday four thirty game. No, this Giants? is the the Giants Sorry. are Sunday at four thirty. Yes, right, right. The, ne- the next game is Sunday at eight o'clock. Eight fifteen. Sunday yes. night game. Baltimore yes, is- at Cincinnati. Bengals. This spread, spread this kind of surprises me, but 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 then again, if they're down to their third quarterback again. Right, you know, and and again, if this is any indication of last week, I mean, they'll have their starters in, but I, I the Bengals are hot, and the Ravens are not to you know spare us from these you know puns or whatever. But like, it's just two teams in going in opposite directions. Yeah, no, I think the Bengals, like you, you, you I mean, to use the the Kanye line, 
uh, better, harder, faster, stronger, like you wrote in the right. rundown. Yeah. No, like it, it, it's just the truth, though. Like they're just a better team all around. Joe and Burrow is my spirit animal. The stone in the was, mouth is just, yeah, he's, he's just a winner. He's like he's from, the, from when he wanted when he wanted LSU. That's when he wanted LSU so sitting dread. sitting on sitting on the bench or wherever he was sitting in the LSU in his full pads in LSU. Ripping on like a couch, basically. Right, ripping a cigar, ripping, ripping fat clouds from a cigar, and then like last year, like every time he was in it, like he just had gold chains with like mock turtleneck sweaters, and then like this year in the locker room, just again with the sunglasses, you know, making fat clouds from another cigar. Like it's just my dude. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, uh, that's he's a real, he's the real G. He's a real. Home if guy. they make he's, the Super Bowl this cool year, guy. I'm probably gonna buy his jersey. Oh. I honestly, I think he's the best young quarterback in the league right now. Hundred percent. I have him in. I have him in. Again, no one cares about your fantasy team, but I have him in my dynasty league. Likewise, he's my Ooh. dynasty quarterback, and I him and Tua. Him. him and Tua. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. That's great. Well, one well, whatever. You got enough medical well, insurance on that guy. Well, so. well, actually, you know what? To be honest with you, <clears throat> excuse me. To be honest with you, Tua actually Sorry. saved me a couple of weeks. But then again, when he had, when he had brainitis, then Joe Burrow carried me the rest brain-itis. of the way. Brainitis. I mean, he had scrambled eggs for a brain. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Okay, He's been on the bench ever it's, since. It, it's like the commercials from their like mid nineties. Early 2000, this is your brain. This is your brain on Tua. Oh cracked God, egg stop. on the fucking skillet. More or less. And I, I feel bad. Like, he's pro- he might never play again. Like, it's There's it's a bad. chance he retires and has, has is forced to retire from the NFL. Right. So, like, wh- what do you do if you're Tua? Like, do you, I retire. Like, Take my you, money you, and go home. Do you live out the rest of my in, life and hope I don't get ALS or he, fucking he Alzheimer's really needs- at 60? All jokes aside, he probably needs to like have a sit down with like the top neurologist you can get your hands on, you know, you know, whatever, and really have a conversation and go over everything. And he's a young guy. Like, what is the like? Well, listen, the best course of action is, yes, retire and just be done with it. But like, you know. If I play and I get hit again, what are my likelihoods of like, you know, the damage being long term, even if it's a minor hit, you know, whatever, like he really needs to sit down and have an honest to a heart to heart with his whatever, whoever is in his life and with the doctors and the team. Like, it's a serious thing. He needs needs to have a come to Jesus moment, I think, like that, that definitely needs to happen. But right. I mean. I could see him doing a Robert Griffin role or analyst role like that. I could see oh, 100%, that. 100%. But like, I could see him pulling an Andrew Luck for sure. Right. And you're not going to listen. You're not going to get Robert Griffin. The third is loving his ESPN gig. He's not getting yeah, he's hit. Good. He's, he's got a good life. You know, he's, he's a young guy. He's made some money and he's going to be just fine. Yeah, right. So but, not ideal, but I could see it. I mean, not. Not ideal, but again, he will have a future, and it's about health. Like, no, I, does Barry I don't forget about the hip. Like, you know, he doesn't want to be thing too. in a fucking wheelchair by the time he's fifty. Like, and using said, a walker. A couple weeks ago, like, it's nuts, right? So nuts. It, it, we'll we'll see. We'll you know, listen. The off season is isn't even here yet, but I understand. 
But if he's, the you know still, uh, team's still playing a game, and right. I just think he's he's gonna have to make up his mind and ultimately decide this is this sport might be just too much for him, and it's okay. It's okay to be. Right. And, yeah, and sometimes true. that's what happens. Sometimes that's happen what happens. Andrew, happen to Andrew Luck. It chews you up and it spits you out, man. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew Luck retired. Andrew Luck retired in August of what was it? The year like he was going to be coming back, and he's like, you know what? I'm done. And we're like shocked, and now it's like I'm not shocked. Like no, no, I'm not because he wanted to have a healthy life. And can you really blame him? No, no, the guy no, was getting beat to hell. Like right yeah. now, is so, Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer in your eyes, though? No, no. Hall of very good. Hall of very good, maybe Hall a whole ring of ring of ring of honor for the Colts. I wouldn't Fair. go that far. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I would. I'm saying that's about as far as I would go. Fair, 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 fair. The Hall of uh, Very Good and maybe the you know team Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor, whatever team museum, sure. blah blah blah. Sure. Yeah, I, and, I yeah I could see it. Yeah. And, uh, last game on the docket is Bucks at the Cowboys. We touched on it earlier. Oh, uh, I don't I like it even, at all, man. I hate this game. This game is stupid. This the Cowboys. Let, okay, let's 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 unpack Cowboys it. Cowboys favored by two and a half, just for those keeping score. Two and a half at home, so whatever. No, so it's a, it's, two and a uh, half on I'm, the road. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Two and a half on the so, road. So, oh, so I, I have it. Which reversed. gives you a little more. Yeah, it gives you a little more juice for the Cowboys. Like they don't. They think they're you know they think they're a five and a half point fave. The so Cowboys are the better team. Correct. Like, like, like I said, let's unpack this here. The Cowboys are the better team. Correct. The Cowboys but, have choked away the play, playoff games, a tradition unlike any other. Like <laughs> <laughs> the masters, of, the masters of the Cowboys. You know, like the that that's the whole thing that there are recent years, like the last ten years of playoffs for the Cowboys, usually ends in. Like how many times Some like sort of disturbing do their games do their games and then you go what the fuck just happened? Like a lot. Uh, most of their playoff games have been Tony Romo, Des Bryant. Yeah, like it, right, right. The, the Tony Green, Romo the Green Bay Packer game, right? Year. You know, losing to the, the Giants in seven. The what do you call? It? Yeah, the Tony Romo fumbling the snap, the cat, the Des catch non catch. Uh, Last year's QB sneak with three seconds to go or whatever, like that was something, and no timeouts. Like so, a lot of games ended with a, a WTF. But on the flip side, are the Bucks that bad of a team because they have Brady and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and uh, playoff Lenny and you know any other any Lenny, like. And you know, is this going to be Tom Brady's you know fifteenth final ride? You know what I mean? No, like, oh my god! Like, I, I, for for the life of me, I hope it doesn't happen, so you don't have to sit through the inevitable fucking I, seven I part documentary. I'm done second, with it. I, second last ride. But like, but but you know what I'm saying though. So like, but you you can see like, you can see either team winning this game, but I can't tell you who wins this game because both teams have drastically overachieved at points this year and drastically underachieved at points. I would say the Bucks have consistent more consistently 
under well i don't know i would say that the bucks I don't know are, have I underachieved though they're just that they're just not a good team as as much as the i would say the the cowboys are the more underachieving team Joker. yeah they're the ones that like they should be better and they should have won 14 games they won 12 games so they should have won 13 or 14 the Bucks, I can't say I would have sit there and said they definitely are going to be a double. Right, they should have won ten. They should have won ten games or whatever. Right. Like I don't that's know. About, I don't well, know that. That's fair. I, I I don't know either, and that's why I'm asking the question because honestly, you could. I, if I told like if if I put you guys in, we all went into fucking hibernation, and we wake up Monday morning, or I'm sorry, Tuesday morning, and see the result for either team, even if it's a close or a blowout and you go, Oh, okay. Like you wouldn't yeah, be right. surprised. Either way. Right. You wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, if, if it's just in a vacuum, you're like, Oh, the Cowboys won. Oh, okay. Oh, the Bucks won. Oh, okay. Like you wouldn't be shocked. Neither team is going anywhere though. Like both these teams are going to get eaten up in the next round. Like I, that, that's I think that once, Either team hits the 49ers or the Eagles, I think they're probably going down. Right. Whether that's the, divisional or championship round, I think no matter whichever team, which if whoever advances, whoever hits the Eagles or the 49ers first is going down. I think we're gonna end up getting a week of bullshit on Brady and how he, you know, he's spurned fucking father time again and all this bullshit. Like it's gonna happen. Like he's he's gonna well that's find what the a pregame way shows will be. Uh, honestly, I'm thankful for working like during the pregame shows because this way I don't have to watch the horse shit. Like, and it's not even just to avoid it about the Cowboys and like the Bucks or whatever. But like, I just I don't watch pregame shows on principle because honestly, they're a waste of my time. Yeah, but sure. I I don't know if I could be able to sit through, especially it's ESPN, like. I'm going to be home for this and it's going to be like Ken Tom Brady right Ken Tom Brady turned back father time one last year can the Cowboys finally break through for Jerry Jones and the and then the fans like or shut the fuck up like but that's what I'm saying but like but you know that's what's going to happen and then you're going to have that their stupid Monday night football song and the whole thing like oh no it's gonna it's gonna be a whole song and dance and it's gonna yeah it's, it's gonna be nauseating but well because honestly we signed up for the shit oh we did and we're and and you know what though we could complain all we want we're all gonna be fucking watching so it oh, doesn't yeah. even matter. I was gonna say like you know we're not we're not gonna be we're gonna be watching the game I mean we're not gonna be be leaving in the storylines oh much, but but, we'll be but when when Brady leads him down the fuck like if Brady with two minutes left gets the fucking ball in his hands we're gonna be texting each other being like this motherfucker's gonna do it again yeah uh, here we go again oh yeah yep. absolutely hundred percent dirty son of a bitch and I I can't 100. stand him but he's gonna do it again <laughs> idiot so uh. News and notes, we touched on it briefly. Uh, Broncos did get permission to interview Sean Payton. I don't know if that's smoke and fire or what you guys think. I think it doesn't matter either way, to be honest with you. Like, I think that that whole organization... I don't think Sean Payton makes a difference in the the experiment that is the the shitbox that is Russell Wilson in his career at this point. Well, yeah, I don't really think it matters. I think he's going to interview... See, the big thing in this is 
no matter where he goes, unless it's back to the Saints, which probably isn't going to happen, the team basically has to trade for him, right? which is weird. But, weird. you know, they're going to have to work out draft picks, money, whatever, players, ah, who the hell knows. But, like, they're going to have to work out some sort of compensation because <laughs> he would have called See, to so, me, it's uh, weird because, like, it's weird that, like, you're in the middle of a contract. You're like, you know what? I'm good. And, like, you still you, get you, to yeah. have that contract. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, if you walk away, like, of course, there's a retirement clause. But, like, it's like, oh, well, we re-retain your rights. Like, no, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm retired. I can work wherever I want. You know, like, I don't know. I did just think that's weird. It is weird. It's it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird way that employment contracts work, generally speaking. But like, it's a rights thing. They hold his rights. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And if not him, uh, Jim Big Harbaugh Jim. is Jim. seemingly Big Bad Jim. Yeah, not not my cup of tea. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks, but no, nah, I just I I think he should just stay in Michigan. To be honest with you, he's Honestly, got something going now. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a good thing going there at Michigan. So I don't see why he would. I don't think Jimmy McCarthy is your guy if you want to be a, a national champion. But uh, what do you think? He's using it as leverage to get another contract, another six six year contract extension from Michigan. Well, he's absolutely. Signed, he's yeah. signed through twenty six now. So yeah, why not get another three or four well, years? Tack right, it's not as long as I thought. Yeah. Yeah, they'll tack on another three. three. Yeah, they'll tack on another three for him. I mean, listen, he was in the top four. Like, you know, he's they beat Ohio State. The rumor is he wants ten a year. He's at like six point five seven right now. So maybe they'll they'll get him to like they'll get him to like eight. Right. Yeah, he's gonna eight. Yeah, it'll be him. Dream. That's yeah. It'll be him, Jimbo Fisher, and Saban. Ideally, I still think Jimbo Fisher commanding the money that he's commanded is. Outrageously ridiculous, but yeah. well, he, I mean, say what you want about, about Saban. At least he's won championships, multiple yeah, championships, and is, is a model of consistency. A bad right. year for him is is you know wins. twelve wins and in, in in sixth best team in the country. Like, come on, it's nuts. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, I don't like Saban, but at least at least you could justify. You, re- you got to respect what he gets paid, right? You're like, oh, right, he's yeah, you can respect what he gets sense. paid because he's won. Right. And the, the last thing on the uh, news and notes, uh, NFL Hall of Fame finalists got announced. Any names jump out at you guys? I think one of the interesting ones is Devin Hester. Yes. I think he I was, is. I, I think he definitely He definitely is. It. I think he's he's the beginning of the 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 kick the returner. Kick. I think he yeah. he's kind of like the first guy, like the first closer that ever got in the Hall of Fame in baseball. I think it's like the same kind of concept. Um, yeah, I, so, I'll, I'll I'll allow it if you will. I, and I would so, say Andre Johnson is another one. Yeah. I think he's like very borderline. I don't think he gets in, I, but I think he was supremely talented. Well, and, let's go through the list real quick. Uh, we have Jared Allen. Uh, yes. I don't. Uh, pass. Debatable. Nah, debatable. I, I debatable, but I think he gets in. Willie, Willie well, Anderson the, tackle. Willie Anderson, I can see getting in. It's just like last year of eligibility, I think. Right? No, Is he's it? got a couple. No, it's oh R- wait. Rondé Barber, I can't see getting in. I don't know why you would put Rondé Barber in the Hall of Fame, but that's they're amazing. eligible because 
well, he it's a finalist, so he made her vote, but he I could have swore he was already in, but I guess I was wrong. No, no, he's been he a finalist the, a couple of times, but no. He made the Tampa Bay Ring of Honor or whatever. I understand that has yeah. nothing to do with the Hall of Fame, but like I don't know. Kind of debatable. Dwight Freeney, maybe I think yes. he'll get it. I think he'll yeah, get it. I definitely. I think he's Corey Holt, in. I can see getting in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't hate that one. Albert Lewis. No, I don't think. No. I think no. I, I looked up Revis. his stats yesterday, and I was like, mm, yeah, Revis, uh, yes, yeah, but because he won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Yeah, had he Revis. not won a Super Bowl, I don't think he gets in. Yeah, uh, was, Joe Thomas, I think, is a lock. Joe Thomas yes. is a lock. So Zach Thomas for the uh, yeah. Miami. Agreed. Agreed. That's that's fair. Um, I I got my issues with how he left the Dolphins, but that that no, of course, neither yeah. here nor there. No, but he was probably uh, one of the most dominant linebackers along with Erlacher during that time period. Yeah, that was their and, period. And yeah. Jason Taylor. So yeah. Right. yeah. That was they were the big three. Sure. Uh Demarcus Ware, I think, gets in. Borderline, but I think I, he gets I in. I can't I can't believe he's already eligible. That blo- it blows my mind. Right. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne should get in. Yes, and I'll, I'll say yes. Yeah. For the amount of catches he would he would get yearly, and for how consistent he was, you can count on him to get a hundred catches a year. Like with Marvin like, Harrison on the opposite side too. Right. Many of those. The years. first couple of yeah for the first couple of years. Patrick Willis, I'm debatable on that. I don't know how you. I guys don't think so. I, I, a great player, but no, I don't think he gets in. Very dominant Darren seven Wood- years, but I don't know if it's Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, Darren Woodson gets in. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. that that about covers it, fellas. That that's your your news and notes for the NFL. Yeah, you won't hear from this about who makes it until the day or two before the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're doing it. You know, it'll so be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah no, no, it'll be a whole thing. lot of good names. A lot of lot of names this this time around. A lot of finalists. Yeah, it'll at least a long not- ceremony in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, this isn't who made it in. These are just the finalists. No, but I'm saying, like, I think a lot of them are going to make it this year. I think they're going to have like five or six guys. It's going to be a yeah. long ceremony I, in August. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like running down the running down the list real quick. Hester in, Freeney in, Revis in, Zach Thomas Three, in, four, Reggie Wayne in. So five definitely, and then like you know Patrick That's Willis. Demarcus Ware probably. Yeah, that's five or six guys. Like Joe Thomas is in six. So yeah, you could have six or I'd say you have six. I don't think they'd ever go above six. So I think you'll get six of those guys. I think they'd say. I think they're just gonna save some for next year. You know, you never know with the crop true. too. They're always thinking like that. That's true. I, uh, Kevin, I appreciated your uh, your title on uh, that the WWE lost their mind. I mean, yeah, and it, yeah, and I'll it let only... you guys handle this because I have no idea what is going on, and I, so I don't want to say I don't I don't want to say I don't care, but like I haven't really paid attention to it's, wrestling for twenty a, years. But it's not it's not a wrestling story; it's a real story. Like it's which makes okay. it even more. Fun. It's a real like it's news. It's actually like this is something that CNN or MSNBC or Fox News would report on. Like 
right. Vince McMahon retired from the WWE as the so, chairman of the board, yeah. and and he's back, and he should have stayed the fuck away. And he's yeah. back. So, go ahead, do you see, think? But go ahead, Kevin. You to give this- give you the background, I guess. Um, about six months ago, he was originally forced to resign due to proven allegations of sexual misconduct back in the late 18, uh, 1980s and the uh, early 1990s, uh, going back to uh, hush money payments that he paid off to female referees and his secretaries using company funds. So that in and of itself should tell you where, where we're starting here. So mm-hmm. um, was allegedly um, one of the stories is the female referee. He essentially said, if you want a job, uh, you get in this limo and behind closed doors and tinted windows in the limo, things happened that were salacious and not exactly on the up and up. But that's the culture that he essentially breeded in his company back then. Um, uh, he was outed. He was ousted from the company at that point he's then uh forced out and the company itself or the board of electors uh elect his daughter stephanie and his son-in-law paul to run the company and be ceo and head of creative services or creative booking respectively yeah this Uh, was like six this all happened over the summer basically right at that point vince retains his class B stocks. He is still the majority stockholder, uh, keeps that role and was to be consulted legally in the event of any sort of sale or the approval of any sort of new television deal. Currently they have a deal with Peacock where all their like major pay-per-views or Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, all that stuff is on Peacock. It's, they have their own section, like streaming section for for all their like Monday night or, or Friday night SmackDown or whatever the hell. Um, it's it's streamed pretty much weekly there. Um, cool. Um, in the event of any sort of sale or that that expiring TV deal that does expire within the next couple of months after their annual WrestleMania show in April, um, they're up for a new TV deal. Vince has essentially said, "All right, cool. I'll step away. Um, I'll take my licks, but you guys have to consult me in the event of you know we talk to Comcast yes. or." Whoever the hell it is. So, so his um, class, his class B shares. Just so you understand, I looked this up. So, typically in companies like big companies, you can have sh- you'll have shares of stock in a company, and right. one of the things you can do is you can you could split those stocks. Not just like oh, I did a stock split with Apple, and no, what they do is they class they classify different levels of shares. So, like the people that are on the board of directors at companies like this that are publicly traded have class A shares, like the actual owners of the company. Sure. And then there's class B shares and class C shares and, and whatnot. And, and class A shares will be voting shares. Like I can go and vote at a board of directors meeting. Whereas class B shares are just profit are profit sharing shares right. where there's, I own 0.001% of the company and it's for the sole purpose of just investing and getting a profit. And I have no say at any board of directors meeting you buy right. stock on the stock market, you're getting something like a class B share. So that's what Vince walked away with, but he contractually still had the right to nix any TV deal, which was right. really important in the story. Right. So uh, furthermore, before he leaves, uh, 
Vince McMahon essentially establishes a working relationship with the Saudi royal family, uh, having received $100 million for them to put on three shows a year from Riyadh in Saudi Arabia and, and Jeddah for over the past three years. Uh, in doing so, he's taken them over to do pay-per-views. Uh, talent has gotten stranded there due to political unrest, uh, not being allowed to take off from the tarmac, uh, when they were supposed to leave from Saudi Arabia to come back to the United States. And women had women have had to wrestle before in burqas because, hey, it's Saudi fucking Arabia. Um, That's what they get off to. Right. So rumors of a sale begins. Uh, essentially, everybody knows that he's left now. Um, business is essentially, before he essentially got outed and was being moved um he had prepared the company for sale he had started cutting talent and started cutting costs uh he had released something like 45 different as he calls them independent contractors because he gives them all a 1099 he doesn't give them health insurance but that's a different story altogether <laughs> um some bitch. well you know um but there's rumors of a sale, rumors of a, that he's going to be talking to either HBO Max, Comcast, or Disney. Uh, company itself confirms the rumors, but they, in confirming the rumors, Vince then goes back and says, you know what? I don't approve this sale. Uh, not only do I not approve this sale, but instead of me approving any sort of sale, uh, you guys are going to reinstate me as CEO. And if you do not, I'm not going to approve any sort of sales. And not only am I not going to approve any sort of sales, but I'm not renewing any sort of TV deals, be it with USA, be it with um, NBC, be it with Fox, whatever. And also much so as stop funding the company with the money that I earned from these class B shares and my own personal profit and essentially not fund this thing that I've done for the past X amount of years. I'd rather see this burn. So under the threat of that, Vince essentially gets reinstated and within 48 hours of him getting reinstated to the board, uh, there is now a rumored sale of the company to the aforementioned Saudi royal family. Um, it's rumored for a sum of reportedly in the 11.5 to 12 billion dollar range. Excellent. Which is fucking ridiculous. It's a massive overpay, but again, these Saudis get off on their wrestling and they love this shit. Um, WWE, as uh, already alluded to, is a publicly traded company. And they go from being a public traded company to rumored to be taking private. And oh, the they definitely order- the Saudis. So just as a point of contention, the Saudis don't do anything public with their money ever. Right. We the have no idea how firm, much the Saudi princes are worth. Right. The public investment firm is not at all a public investment firm. It is. They're a- worth tr- they're worth trillions. Let's be honest. Right. Right. And that's it's actually it's it's rumored and it's it's believed. Like this goes to like the government and like the CIA and like the the actual the federal government is believes but has cannot confirm that they are literally collectively the Saudi princes and the public investment firm like you know the same public investment firm that was involved with um, the World Cup and and, and you know, it's just a lot you know all these things yeah 
Citigroup, yeah. World City Cup, Group, Facebook, yeah. all this. If they can, JP Morgan, if they can, you know. If they can afford to pay, uh, what's his name, Ronaldo, $200 million a year. You right. know. Exactly. That, that's, yeah, and wipe their ass on And fund Live Golf, basically. Yeah, and give these Live Golf. Yeah, I, was just, I, was like, who, I was like, there's something I'm missing. Yeah, Live Golf. Right. So essentially, publicly traded company in WWE, uh, rumor that with the sale, they're going to immediately be taking private. And the first order of business that they passed down to Vince is to essentially force Stephanie McMahon, the former female CEO and Vince's daughter to leave the board altogether under threat of termination. So she essentially gets paid to leave and no longer be the face of the company because Saudis don't want a woman as the face of a company or as a woman in charge. If you're a Saudi, what's the one thing you don't want? You don't want a woman. And we all know why. Uh, they reinstate Vince's chairman and CEO and the de facto face of the company uh, in, in, I guess, the uh, lead up to the sale. And Stephanie essentially resigns instead of being fired. Uh, she was pretty much forced out. Yeah. It's reported and confirmed that while deposed of his role as CEO of the company and while he was told to go sit at home and no longer be a part of the company, Vince himself had gone to Saudi Arabia behind everybody's back without anybody knowing and actually negotiated the whole deal with MBS at his palace in fucking Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So the man had essentially gone there himself um, had the whole deal negotiated and had it ready to sign only needing essentially to get himself reinstated and screw over his daughter in the process of finalizing and the process making a rumored like we said 12 billion fucking dollars which he's effectively cut her out and his grandkids out from ever receiving by getting her out of the damn company well apparently i was actually reading something today um it's from an estate planning perspective there are um also rumors um and i'm sure this is coming from one of the big firms that actually represents wwe and has represented the mcmahon family that when vince ultimately dies there's going to be one hell of a fight in court over his estate because because it's they're already trying to line up the ammunition that this whole thing has been orchestrated and that he suffers from from like paranoia schizophrenia and they've and like there mm-hmm. there are rumors that that stephanie that's coming from stephanie's people and her representation that her father has basically been suffering from psychological issues for like two decades now like yes. since 2000 yeah and and furthermore it goes back to the 1980 steroid trial which hulk hogan was involved in and right. she her her i guess standing or her argument is that these steroids have essentially gave him a form of pugilistic dementia that makes him unable to conceptualize or make logical decisions which lead to decisions which which like yeah this. that's a recent phenomenon but they were also saying on top of that that the man is basically batshit crazy has been batshit yes. crazy for the last 20 well, years well supposedly I, we know that well supposedly if and and small anecdote, but the man supposedly doesn't sneeze. He doesn't sneeze because it's something he can't control, and he sees it as a sign of weakness. 
This has been. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I I wish I was John, joking. I, I've been man. listening the whole, I've been listening the whole time, and that is the craziest shit you've said so far. The man's batshit crazy. He's out of his fucking mind. No, I I know that. He like I remember one time I saw him like come on the and come into the ring and like he ripped the suit off and I was like, dude, he's fucking jacked. Like I thought this guy was like 800 years old. Like. But yeah. you know, the, it, it, you just it, said, it, but like all this, all the money and the backstabbing and all this stuff. I was like, all right, that sounds like corporate America. All right, sounds cool. And then you're like, yeah, he suffers cool. from a condition where he doesn't sneeze. I'm I'm sorry, that got my attention. You you had my curiosity, but now you have now, my attention. Oh, there, there is there is a list. There's a there list. Is, of shit. There is a, and and you know what? Fuck it. We got we're we're, we're already involved and we're already in we're already on this. In it now. So so yeah, we're already a, a couple of minutes in on this. So I will read there. I will read off this list that uh, I've I've kind of curated over the time so that we can go from here. Um, essentially, the the female referee was in the eighties. She got into the limo. We covered that. Um, in two thousand six, the man comes up with an incest storyline with his daughter, the aforementioned Stephanie, and his pitch was to have a who's the daddy story with her unborn child. The end game was that he was going to be revealed as the father. Luckily, she rejects the story. That's mm-hmm. one. In 1983, he essentially gets Jimmy Snuka gets charged with the murder of his girlfriend. Uh, Vince did all the talking for his employee, saying that essentially Snuka was a ignorant uh, Samoan who didn't know how to didn't know the power of his own strength and essentially got him out of murdering his then girlfriend. That's that. Uh, sh- Essentially, uh, there was an Asian wrestler back in the early 2000s. His name is Gail Kim. Um, he wasn't going to sign her to the company, but he later changed his mind after Jim Ross told him that men were into Asian porn. That that's yeah, I remember that's that. always a, that's always a fun one. Uh, Jim, Jim Ross is also a fucking player in this too. Right? Yes. 1990s, Jim. Uh, there was the steroid trial. He was accused of giving steroids to his wrestlers like candies. Uh, many of them testified against him. He transferred ownership at one point to his wife, Linda, who ended up running for governor of Connecticut oh, yeah, because there was that. no way he was getting out of this without a miracle. So he had to transfer it in case he went to jail. So there was somebody to be uh, like a secession, essentially. Oh, um, when Brian Pillman dies uh, from a steroid overdose, he personally interviewed his widow melanie pillman on monday night raw the day after his death used as a ratings ploy they plugged it throughout the night the whole night and he used melanie to avoid any accusations of drug and steroid abuse within the company uh in the 2000s ashley macero essentially details an experience she had during a wwe tour note this a WWE tour to the Middle East for a tribute to the troops that they were doing in Saudi Arabia. She claimed to have been raped and sodomized by a member of the military while on the trip, and Vince told her to keep quiet so the WWE's relationship with the military and Saudi Arabia was not hurt. <coughs> good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's... Uh, he's, he's essentially that, that dude. He's that dude. Um, yeah, fair and enough, and like, fair enough. fair enough. Like, there's, 
exactly. there, there's rumors and stuff like that that he pours nearly entire bottles of ketchup on everything he eats as as by other people who work in the office with him uh he tries to devour things in two or three bites that he see he sees having to eat as an annoyance so two two uh he's he's two, nuts john he's yeah, nuts two, yeah no i know so i get it they, like he's they're trying to also like make it look like he's batshit crazy i get it i mean he probably theoretically yeah but the the sneezing thing is essentially one of the uh yeah yeah when, one, uh... sneezes, yeah, when he when he sneezes he yells at them and tells them to control themselves so uh yeah uh, this 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 coming from chris jericho's uh podcast where he essentially oh, chris goes jericho's up, awesome his fucking podcast um, is gold he at one point as a prank had a real police arrest jonathan coachman for running a betting pool at work uh, when the cop car finally arrived and turned around and brought him back to headquarters up in Stanford, Connecticut, he openly wept in relief and rage. And Vince told him, "It's just part of the gig." Um, so, oh, that, that's, so that's uh, so that's when Jonathan Coachman left to go be, work at ESPN. Yes. Okay. Yep. So it, it, it's all these these quite fun little things that have uh, all come out with Stephanie now or the past couple of days where she's essentially like already said playing her father I feel out to be ba- I feel bad cuz she's she played the she played the good soldier for like 20 years basically and she's getting she's getting the shit I mean listen she she listen she played the shtick she played a character on on for in in WWF and WWE, you know, I, I remember the day that she got the implants and fucking, you know, basically revealed <laughs> oh, them God, to everybody yeah. on TV. Like that was a huge deal. Listen, it was it was. I remember, I remember that. I remember at one point the Undertaker like string her up to a cross and lifting yes. her like yeah. forty feet in the air. It was nuts. Like, yeah, but again, like she did everything in her power. And her brother did as well to play good soldier, and essentially you gotten written out of the will. Uh, so they go back to, to the point of the crux of the story. Uh, essentially, he has this twelve billion dollar deal that he throws his kids out of. Then later today, amidst a groundswell of negative attention and feedback online and from the fan base and from the company at large, he ends up saying, "You know what? Fuck it. I changed my mind, and I'm not selling to anybody." So before he was able to confirm the deal or essentially get the deal done, he scuppers the whole thing, pissing off the Saudis itself. He then starts receiving death threats and mm-hmm. the uh, He's Middle East, the Middle Eastern Saudi Arabian uh, fan base include and some people tied to MBS have now threatened the man's life. Because he will be dead in six months. Idiot. Just yes. Just watch, um, and um, yeah, he will have died he, of mysterious. Had a heart attack. Yeah, he he essentially asks he asks his daughter to come back to the company, and she essentially tells him to stick the whole company up his withered asshole. Uh, so now, <laughs> if you're keeping score at home, he is stuck with the company. He got himself elected back to the board. Um, he negotiated with terrorists, ended up getting yelled at for negotiating with terrorists, broke off the deal with the terrorists out of, you know, fear Stupidity. of the backlash, 
doesn't have that deal done, pissed off said terrorist, and now no company in the United States from a streaming point of view or from a like TV point of view wants to touch him because he negotiated with terrorists. This will so, probably be the death of WWE, unfortunately. Essentially. Essentially. Like, I don't like, see how US, they come back from it. They're not. Like, this is going to be a dead in a year. Like, it's... Or just... the Saudis will end up picking up picking it up for pennies on the dollar. Right, yeah. Well, like, they okay. might, but I don't think it's going to... I think it's it's a kind, the type of business that only has value because it has perceived value and it like once it dies it's dead like you there's no point in doing it because people's attention will have said oh it's over and it's going to go somewhere else and there's no groundswell of bring back the wwe in like five you years like it'll you know go it'll go away if if it's if what you guys say is true it'll happen way, the way you say it'll happen it'll go away some other new league or whatever will pop up and all those guys well, will be back. Well, like you have the AEW, the NXT, all that shit. Fun, funny you mention it. AEW has come out, and Tony Khan, who hilariously enough, his soul. <laughs> God bless his soul, owns the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars to bring it all full circle. His dad, ah. sh- his dad, shot, 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 Khan. Owns Shad Khan, the yeah. fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, and Amazing. it's worth something like. billion dollars if not more he owns fulham in uh, the league he owns yeah he's he's, he could he's he's rubbed shoulders with billionaires he could he could he could come up with six billion dollars to go buy the wwe tomorrow right he's got stacks upon stacks at this point the latest news is he essentially sat down with vince mcmahon and said how much for me and you to just merge and that story just got reported on CNBC. So after all this, Vince McMahon is going to end play? up selling his company to his fucking biggest competitor because he fucking couldn't just stay away. So, um, speaking of stupid, fo- games, stupid prizes, that's Sorry. right. Yep. Speaking of stupid people saying stupid things, um, Rich Samini just just wrote a story Uh-oh. earlier today. Woody Johnson believes the New York Jets are a quarterback away. Um, oh, Jesus. And <laughs> he absolutely um, is willing to spend big bucks on a proven veteran. Okay. So I don't know what the fuck is going on in Florham Park, New Jersey, but it ain't logic. I can tell you that. Well, the fun part is I also just read something by Rich Zamini that says, your 2023-24 Jets are the leaders in the clubhouse to be the team selected to be on HBO. Hard for knocks. fucking hard knocks. Oh, oh boy. So that enjoy shit. that. Enjoy that and enjoy fucking Woody Johnson being on your TV screen every week because you know he's going to try to ham it up and, and make drama out of the whole situation. Uh, a little side note here, and this is more towards New York, but Apparently, Keith Hernandez is getting canceled because he went on Tucker Carlson. Oh, Lord. What did he do now? Why? No, just he, listen. Why? Honestly, if I told you Keith Hernandez is a Republican, it wouldn't surprise me. No, I'm absolutely sure. not. Most but, baseball players are, are. But like, who gives a shit who, who he talks to? Like, whatever. I'm just saying. But did he do anything really controversial on the Tucker Carlson sale? I don't think either? so. I can't see like what he says. I can't see like what he said. I don't know. I'll 
Give me, give me a second here. I mean, I know we're on the from what I'm from what I know we're on the clock here, but let me see. From what I'm briefly looking at, they have the whole. He mentioned that Seinfeld saved his life. That was part of yeah. That that Seinfeld gave him a new life, gave him a new like a second act, which all right, but I I don't see the harm in that. Like, and he and he said that baseball games are too lengthy to watch. I think it's one of the. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, oh my god, he went on Tucker Carlson. He's got to be a Republican. He's got to be canceled. Like, who gives a shit? First of all, if you don't understand that most professional athletes current and former professional athletes in the United States of America are Republicans. You don't understand the economics well, of, of, of not life. for nothing. I'm going to be honest with you here. They vote with their money. They vote. Yes. whatever's going to give them the most right. money. So right. like we, I, why I, do we I, bring I, up state income taxes and lack thereof in Texas and Florida? There's a reason because they're making millions. And when you make as much, when you make $10 million a year, $20 million a year, and you don't want to lose three or four million dollars a year in taxes. So, guess which political party they prefer? They don't right. vote with their, just, their social conscience. They don't give a shit. They don't I care. I was just looking at. I was just looking at Twitter, and I see his name, and I'm like, please don't be dead. Like that's really no, what. Granted, you know so, why are the uh, why are the Yankees trending? I don't fun know. fun side note to kind of wrap this all up because. Nobody cares about soccer, but I. Um, <laughs> fun, fun little thing. Um, the Apple. Well, it's more business news, so we'll go with it since we're touching on all sort of business news now. Um, Apple and MLS announced that Major League uh, Soccer season pass is going to launch on February first. We have touched upon this about the rumors. They officially announced it. Um, subscription base model that is going to go out to uh, people um, we did talk about how it is going to essentially take things off live air that has been confirmed starting for be first fans can subscribe to season pass on the apple tv app for 14 dollars a month uh 14.99 rather during the season or 99 per season and apple tv subscribers can sign up at a special price of 12.99 a month um yeah, kind of so kind yeah. Of a it, it, it's a little bit of a bummer, but um, on top of that, what with it all being um, essentially taken off all the air, they're going to start producing like a whip around show akin to NFL Red Zone or the Golasso show on CBS Sports, allowing fans to keep up with multiple matches at once, which will... Right. The opening weekend of the season is going to be entirely available for all people to view in front, like view outside of the paywall. So that'll be good as far as trying to get people to to sign up for it. Projections are that they have three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand subscribers that fall into the bucket of people that they already have like pre-sales to. So that's good, but um, I still don't like just, it. I, I don't like it at all. But yeah, the no. there there is. I got my hands on a document here from somebody who sent it to me who is tied to the uh, New York City FC and it's kind of lays out what the expectations are for the clubs with the season pass. Um, In it, essentially, the league lays out what every team needs to provide in terms of video content for the new Apple deal. Um, 
essentially within the season pass, each team has is going to have their own vertical. So they're, those vertical docks or the verticals are being called club rooms. Um, none of Jesus. the content that's in the club rooms is exclusive <laughs> to season pass. So a lot of it is actually going to end up instead of supposedly it's supposed to be exclusive to the season pass that you're paying $15 for. It's not. It's also going to get run on social media, on websites, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's a loss to begin with. Um, all teams are going to be forced to run something called the ritual, uh, in quotes, which seems to be a fan focused piece that lays out club tradition, supporter culture, et cetera, et cetera, to kind of give people like a historical background on like chance, supporter culture, all that type of thing. Um, there's going to be a series of two minute long profiles on a dozen of each club's players to run all year long. And a five-episode series, and mind you, this is for all 30 clubs, um, on iconic players, coaches, et cetera, et cetera. And this is all going to be on their their like season pass or whatever. Um, a minimum of five classic club moments, which all teams have to include and have to do. They all have to be at least two, min- two minutes and 30 seconds long. Um, and it all le- it also lays out in-season content. They have to provide a weekly first-team report at least three, three and a half minutes long, basically training updates, news, match previews, so on and so forth. They also have to deliver every single post-game press conference for regular season, preseason, playoffs, and league cup matches. Oh, so what What was the impetus behind this? Because this seems so <laughs> excessive to me. It, 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 it's not over. Uh, monthly content, they have to do a community report focused on what each club is doing locally to build soccer in grassroots. They're trying to like locally. build, they're trying to get their right. they're trying to get their money's worth. Like, you know, I'm going to pay for right. this shit. I might as well, I'm, I want an inside look at what's going on, but the, see, but I, I really hate to say this and undercut all of this. Who's going to be watching this shit? Right. You Who can't tell, want- like, you can't tell me that like there's not going to be people who are like, oh, you know, I'm really into that. Like, you know, maybe there's a thing where like, all right, we got some, we got a young team, or you know, this we're highlighting a good player or something like that. But like, you can't tell me someone's going to be glued into this shit, all of it. You can't. It's it, it's so fucking excessive to me. And I'm like, and I'm I'm curious about what the production value on this is going to be. Right, like league wide. There's concerns from and including people from fucking like I'm not getting this from nowhere. I'm not pulling it in my eye. Like I'm I'm getting this from the fucking social media fucking director at NYCFC because we went to school together. Um they have concerns that the, the load itself is heavy. You know what I mean? Like some clubs that already deliver great content to their fans are well equipped. Others it, it's like, You're gonna have to hire people, and like, do they have the budget right. for this? Right. That that's my point. Like, NYCFC or Red Bulls or LA Galaxy or some team like that, they'll be well suited, and they'll Chicago find a way Fire, around. Yeah, it. like they'll be right. all right. But, well, but even so, though, like, what's but what's the production value going to be when all right, you already have good content? Now you have to do. Uh, it sounds like double or triple the load. Right. Like so. So I I want to see what the production value or what these you know these verticals are going to look like for a team who doesn't do content generally 
like I, I'm dying to see what Austin FC is going to put out. I'm dying to see what Minnesota United, who you probably don't even know fucking plays in the MLS, what they're going right, to like, put out. See, you that's know what the I mean? thing. Like, 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 NY, like NYCFC, like Red Bulls, like, okay, big cities, DC United. Sure. Like you said, the, the big dogs, like, okay. Okay. They, they have a what, following. But what's sporting Kansas City going to hit me with? What the exactly. Fuck like, Austin, gonna hit right, me with? They're not going to have the resources to do this shit. Right. There's not even just the resources. Who are they putting it out to? Like, what's their like? What is their draw a year? You because say. that the, the philosophy I think in this day and age is more content is better. Like, it doesn't matter how many people consume it. They're the perception of having all this content and bombarding you with it. They think is enough to draw up. Another, I'm gonna be like, honest with you, Arthur. I'm I'm, I'm really gonna be honest with you. Unless the Giants were on hard knocks or maybe the Jets, I don't watch it. Sure. Oh yeah, no, me and neither. That's the never, NFL. Never. So, never. so here, here's the here's and hard knocks is cool. Right? Like the content and is hard, cool. And hard knocks is good. With NFL films, the whole fucking thing, they're good. But unless my team is in it, what do I give a shit? So no, here, here's right. going to be here's some fun numbers for you. So MLS as a whole went and reported record attendance numbers for the year they're up 25 percent over last year okay for this year okay but let me read off the attendance numbers for you number one in attendance with an average of forty-five thousand people is atlanta united okay okay that's that's one forty-five thousand. that's filling the stadium basically right okay that's pretty impressive, but okay, good. The LA Galaxy only get twenty two thousand people at a game. Because so you're already cutting the number in, so... you're cutting the number in half already from the first to the second team. No, no, uh, LA Galaxy's LA Galaxy's seventh. So your second place. Oh, okay. Is, your second place. But that's team, a but that's I'm, a huge market that but, they're. But that's that's what I was saying. Like the huge market, like the LA Galaxy are at twenty two thousand. So you're cutting that in half. LA uh, Austin, the, uh, an expansion team that you thought people would have like excitement for, are at twenty thousand. Of course they are. All right, because Minnesota, they have more options. Right, New York City FC, who you would think would be packing them in, in droves. They don't. They get, how? First, give me a number. Two, I was going to say 12, maybe 000. like you know, I was going to say twelve to thirteen. Seventeen. Okay. okay. Seventeen thousand each. But and the I'm, problem I'm is, not... is that you have two teams in New York and you barely have enough ju- juice for one. Like, together, and, and, it's good. And honestly, wanna... the schlep up to Yankee Stadium for NYCFC is a problem. You want to get, you want to guess the lowest? Give me a number for the lowest attendance figure. Let's say like 8,000. I was just about to say that. 9,000 for the Colorado Rapids. I was going to say it's got to be either the Rapids or Salt Lake City. Uh, Salt Lake City, actually, for for, for whatever reason, Salt Lake City gets twenty thousand people a game. That's shocking. I know Seattle does well. Seattle does well. Seattle gets thirty three thousand people a game. Uh, Nashville gets twenty eight. Toronto gets twenty five. But those Nashville fucking hitters. gets twenty eight thousand fans a game. Get the fuck out of here. Somehow these country motherfuckers. Toronto doesn't this. surprise me. It's a very international city. But so but, the, sure. but the thing is but though, the like thing is, though, from. From your number one 
to your number two, you're cutting it almost in half. That's you insane. are cut, like John's right. You are cutting it in half from forty thousand. You go from forty five thousand to twenty eight with number two. Right, like that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough sell for even the most diehard fan to buy in. Yeah, no, it's it's Bro, stupid. They're, they're, they're cutting. They're they're gonna cut out a huge part of their fan base, and they're gonna kill the MLS by that. Fifteen dollars a month on top of the ten dollars a month I'm already paying for Apple. No, I uh, so I, I'm paying. Tw- I got to pay twenty five dollars a month just to watch soccer. I I'll just watch the highlights. Right, right. So there, that that's pretty much it. Like it, it, and we said it before. We said it during the World Cup. You take two steps forward, like one step forward, two steps back. Like right. soccer is never going to take off in this country when it's administrated and run the way it's run here. It's and it, and it, it, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It doesn't make any fucking sense to do it this way because you could watch EPL on a Saturday morning at you know six o'clock in the morning or mm-hmm. whatever it is nine o'clock in the morning for basically for free. Yeah. And you watch a, yeah, and a better product. Your basic and, TV package and a, yeah. and a better product. Right. So why am I going to pay twenty five dollars a month with the service and then the sports package when I could just watch better soccer for free? Yep. So is even if you DVR it and you watch it delayed or you watch it, you know, the next day. It's it's it's, it's nuts. Yeah, I, I came across it and I had sent over the message to you know my buddy and i was like what's the what's the reality of this and as we were reading the podcast like i came across it so i was like i might as well fucking no i get it. no i appreciate share. it it's just you know what i mean it's it's but just it's, crazy to it, me no it, it, it blew my mind so i thought i'd share and be like yeah that that's that doesn't it doesn't the economics of sports is, is insane it doesn't compute i don't know where we're going as a consumption of sports it's i don't know it's nuts. But, At least we get to talk about it, fellas. Like, that's that's, right. That's, so no, we'll get to we'll talk about it, it and, here. Yeah, and listen, when we come back next week, it'll be good. We'll have the, the round of playoffs under our belt, and we could really get into it. That's right. Right. So we'll wrap it up there, fellas. Uh, again, thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll catch you again. Talk to you See later. You. See you later, Belgium. <laughs>